Hello. Real quick, before we start this episode, we do these podcasts to have a little fun, bring a little entertainment and lightness to your day. We don't take ourselves all that seriously, but we definitely take our business serious. Um, At Stateside Management, we represent music producers and mix engineers alike. This is a call to arms to anyone that's in a band or is a solo musician, an artist, and you're looking for a collaborator on your your record or your EP or your single, uh, you know, just drop us a line. We're here to help, whether it's mixing, mastering, producing, or you just need someone to have a you know a consultation, an objective outside perspective. You know, maybe approaching music from a different uh, different angle under a different light, and you need some help. Um, that's what we're here to do. So, you know, we want to keep making great records for you guys to love. Um, so, yeah, feel free to check out our website at statesidemgmt.com. Shoot me an email anytime, james at statesidemgmt.com. And the other thing is that please, please, please share this podcast with all your friends, your neighbors, your family members, anybody that you think might enjoy this. Um, yeah, and the other the other thing that would really help is if you guys leave a review, make sure you hit subscribe to the podcast and that it automatically downloads every episode that's released. The download numbers and how you rate the podcast and reviews really, really matter. It's the only way that we can let iTunes know that we really exist and that they give us a fair shake. Um, thank you from the bottom of my heart for even checking the show out and supporting what we do. We love you very much. Andrew. Welcome to the Stateside Podcast. My name is James. In the dark, dark corner is Andrew Carrion. What's See up? I switched it up that time. There we go. Who cares? Switcheroo. Over there is Neil. Downloads. Neil. <laughs> yes. That's New Angle. They can't see you pointing. That's who he is. <laughs> T- tonight, we have his very special guest, Justin Abel. It's Abel, right? Correct. Yep. How's it going? First try. It's great. Thanks for Pretty coming. Well. Get that thing right up close to your mouth. Right yeah, up like this. Right up mm-hmm. to it. Justin is a local Portland-based producer slash mix engineer. Correct. Is that an accurate That is. That is what my Instagram bio says. Yes. What's the name of the studio? It's called Tone Lab Studio. That's You're right. talking about changing that, right? Yes, I am. Oh, I, I've, I've always been curious why. How come? I'm not a huge fan of Tone Lab Studio. It was convenient at the time because my uh, my partner owned the name. And so it was it was kind of a no-brainer to, uh, hmm. to just start the studio. Basically, um, it started really quickly because my wife and I were living in Nashville. And we had the opportunity to move back here to start this studio. And um, I literally had a full length starting within two weeks of us moving back. So we had to no. we we had to open a studio and we had to have a name. And so Tone Lab Studio. Tone Lab. Five years later, four so and a half years later. So are there technically well. two Tone Lab Studios now? Two? Is that because you said it was a partner's name? Oh yeah 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 yeah. So and so he he's more of like a silent investor partner. Oh okay. Yeah yeah. Gotcha. How silent? Yeah. 
Very, <laughs> very silent, dead silent. War, uh, Warren Buffett, you ever heard of him? <laughs> I wish. Damn. So how are things going? You're staying pretty busy from what I can tell. Yeah, yeah. Things are crazy, man. That's good, man. I, I just uh, made a list on my laptop because I keep kind of forgetting about all the crap I have to do. Yep. And I'm working with 10 different people right now on, on various, yeah. you know, some of it's full length, some of it's just mixing, some of it's producing. Um, but yeah, I'm doing well. I'm very... Very lucky. That's awesome, man. How old are you? Twenty four. You're twenty four. I know. I, I am a baby. So I, much older. I keep that under wraps. I mean, Nobody no, knows. No offense. I just you're, no. I know. You're so mature. I know. I get it a lot. He's so young, but he destroyed his life. Not, <laughs> he, he got married. He destroyed it. Jesus, don't at nineteen. Wait, you got married at nineteen? Yes. Oh we're, wow. We're about to have five years in July. I thought you, you were gonna say five children? five no. kids. No. I was <laughs> gonna say wow. We have a cat, and she's enough of a bitch. Like there's no way. Yeah. Did you know her for a while before that? We met like in fifth grade. Oh, we, my God. Yeah. We started dating in high school, and uh, I went to recording school in Phoenix and then mm. got married instantly after that. Wow, Are you a man. conservatory guy? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> You're one of those full-sale guys. Yep. We talked about that last time I was out there. Yep. Gross. Rival. Gross. <laughs> Rival. How'd you like Arizona, by the way? Arizona was cool. I actually really liked it. Me the too. the weather's disgusting. Oh, it's um, brutal. Yeah. Like 115. Literally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was 121 the Dude. the the high as I was there, but yeah. I would get home from school and my apartment would be like 95. Oh, it's an oven. No joke. Oh, yeah. I when I was I don't know like 9 or something like that, we used to live in the desert in California. Oh, okay. And no joke, like if the air conditioning went out in people's homes or their cars, people died. Like <laughs> senior citizens would die. Wow. All these big heat waves would hit and just they just start dropping. That's crazy. Yeah, man. We don't have that fucked. up here. Well, like, yeah, it, up here we there cuz when I lived in Raleigh, North Carolina, it was actually state law that you had to have air conditioning in the the place of res- yeah, I remember residence. Yeah, remember telling me that. Oh. Yeah, but in Oregon we don't have that. That yeah, makes so a lot crazy. of sense. Yep. I'm sure it's the same in Arizona. Oh yeah. No, yeah, you oh. would die. Yeah. <laughs> I would literally just eat ice cubes uh yep. in order to stay cool cuz it was I used to live in this tiny little studio apartment in downtown Portland and it was on the fifth floor. Obviously didn't have air conditioning. Um, that was when you were with your boyfriend, right? That was when I was with my boyfriend. <laughs> yep. 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 Just, just don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is why that podcast went so well. Yeah. <laughs> Our most downloaded podcast. I'm not Interruptions. On <laughs> yep. Um, no, but anyway, it would get so hot in the summer and I was only there for like six months, but anyway, so I worked at the Crystal Ballroom, which was like five blocks down at the music venue. Mm-hmm. And before I go into work, it was like you said, like ninety degrees in that fucking studio. And, and anyway, I would I would uh, just hop in the shower, like ice cold shower, and I just freak out and get super cold. And I put my clothes on and get on my skateboard and just push once down the hill. And then I get to work, and like that's how I'd start every shift. Like <laughs> wow. I would just freak out, get super cold, and then go outside. Dude, those those days that's sucked, awesome. man. And then it was like a hundred plus degrees inside the venue. Oh, easily. Yeah, easily. I saw. I was at the Simple Plan show a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. it's freaking awesome. But it was literally yeah, yeah it's hundred degrees. So in there. awful. What did you do there? I bartended. Oh, okay. Some wow. production stuff, like stagehand work and shit. But yeah, gotcha. That's cool. Mostly just bartending, tanding to the bar. When are you going to make us drinks? Never. Why? <laughs> ever, ever Wait, again. Old, uh, they used like old press, right, at uh, Mindemans? They did when I started. 
Oh, yeah. Which was really cool for 2,000 people to have a <laughs> fucking juice press. Yeah, get some uh, grapefruit. Yeah, it was a really efficient way to bartend for an entire crowd of people. <laughs> Dude, that went away real quick. Like, I was there maybe two months, and they were using that press, and then we went to cans. Yeah. Totally. Can juice, yeah. Way faster. Yeah. Way I mean, it money. got to the point where I bartended there for like six years. When I was like a couple years in, I got so jaded and I didn't care about being nice to people anymore that if someone would order like you keep in mind there's like hundreds of people behind you. Right. Literally hundreds yeah. of people in the line. And if if they would order like, Hey man, can I get like three kamikazes and five margaritas and like, you know, five shots of Jaeger, um, and two lemon drops. Hey, what do you want? Oh, she doesn't know what she wants yet. Hold on, hold on. She's coming up. <laughs> oh, God. We, we would start repeating their order back to them, but loudly at their face. And especially if it was a guy, you try to emasculate them as much as possible. Totally. Like, yeah, man, that lemon drop for you. It's coming right up, man. For you, the lemon drop right here. Totally. Hey, can we get him a lemon drop? It's coming right up, bro. Hold on, man. I'm going to make you the best lemon drop possible. Extra sugar? You got it, man. You know, now that you say that. And they just wouldn't order. People have done so that to funny. me at bars before. Now I feel like an ass. Yep. No, I just Dude, feel shot in a beer when you had a fucking venue. Move on. Yep. Pretty much, man. Andrew knows. That's how that's how men drink. Especially at rock. <laughs> well, venues. apparently at twenty nine I've I don't know how to be a man. Well you're like beachside, of course you're gonna get something like Yeah. Of course. Yeah, you but get but I, I, it's like in and out, man. Come on, man. Okay, the worst I've ever Jesus. gotten well like a like an old fashioned. That's the worst I've ever gotten. I've never ordered a lemon drop that, or that's a jelly. Actually, I'll give that to you. That's a classy drink. That is that's yeah. actually a man. Okay. Drink. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's I got bourbon. Like I mean, it's a, it's a fucking thing. But I have Tasty. ordered I have ordered for a lady friend that I was with, and they didn't know. They probably <laughs> had to have assumed. But I've had people repeat it really loud to me before. <laughs> and I was like, why? Why are you doing that? Well, yeah, and like I'd always get – Now I know why. Girls would come up and say they didn't know what they wanted. They'd That's the worst. wait for 20 minutes, get up to the bar and say, I don't know what I want. What do you think <laughs> I should get? And so I would just make – I would always make the same thing. I would take – Orange juice, pineapple juice, cranberry juice, just juice. And it was always totally. like open cans. Anything around me, <laughs> totally. I would just like vodka and juice. And that's all I would do. And I'd give it to them. And they're like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> and they drink that all fucking night. I just get them super hungover. Full of sugar and hungover. Oh, God damn. Young and full of cum. Jesus. Young, young, dumb, and full of cum. <laughs> young, dumb, and full of cum. Oh, my God. Uh, to be 20 Well, again. Justin, welcome to the Stateside Podcast. <laughs> Happy to be here. What's Dude, the, yeah, what's... I was such a, a fucking degenerate then. I mean, I am now, but god damn. We were just like... Anyway. So Justin grew up in the church, right? Is that... <laughs> I did grow up in the church. <laughs> well, I grew up a little Christian boy, too. That right didn't on. last very long. I met Andrew and all things. Everything was, so. was ruined. Jesus. Just me. Yeah. <laughs> I've creeping known in. you since we were, what? Fifth 12? grade. Uh, I think we had fifth Ten? grade together. Yeah. Yeah. We were fucking Literally kids. Literally grew up together. Playing wall ball me, and shit. Me, Andrew, <laughs> Stefan. In Portland? Yeah, in Hillsboro. Oh, okay. We've right all on. known each other since we were 10. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That neighborhood Seven was fucking off the chain. Oh, yeah. It was like, had, I don't even know, like the sand lobbers. Was ridiculous. <laughs> I know. 10 kids always fucking hanging out. We just moved in herd. <laughs> all through high school and even early 20s. Yeah, I remember like we wouldn't go to parties without each other. Remember when Carlin <laughs> would point that out? And like, we'd always show up late. Kind of codependent. When we went, it was like eight <laughs> deep. Just fucking yeah, the totally. house. It's the Hillsborough mentality. And then we just go hang out with each other. Yeah. <laughs> we find a room upstairs and parties and we just hang out together. Totally. Oh, Take shit. their booze. Apples. Yeah, we drink their booze, <laughs> fuck their girls, and go home. Jesus. <laughs> 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 pretty, pretty much. Pretty bad. 
Well, back to topic. Of, yeah, back, back to topic. To the, <laughs> back to the jobs. We're gonna do a little topic of the day. Andrew and I were talking earlier about the the shitty job stories we've had. Like you know, shitty jobs. Yeah. Have you ever had other jobs? I've had I've had two, three other jobs. Okay, so you can. When I was very young, I can contribute and, and, though. And you can I, pull I from have, producing. I, and, I yeah, definitely yeah. have shitty jobs. Okay, Neil, you've had a bunch of crap jobs, right? Literally. Yeah. I've told you. What? I'll tell what you. <laughs> Let his, let's, let's hear his first, and I'll see how embarrassed I'll be. I don't know what you mean by that. Oh, you'll find out. Okay. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, why don't you start, Jesse? Oh, I'm going to have to Your think. Your honored guest. Well, should, should we give some background on him first? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on what? On Justin's? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. He's got an interesting story. Yeah, I, I'm just you were, you were raised You were now. raised by koala bears in the outback of Australia, right? Yes, I was. Yeah. Lots yeah. of stuff can kill you there. Yeah. Yes, like yeah. everything God, can damn. kill you in Australia. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. <laughs> Dude. And uh, now I produce records, and yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. I've, I've known you for a while, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when, Neil, when did we meet? Neil and I met when I was still in high school. I was probably in, I don't know, junior junior year or so. He was producing a friend of mine, Andrew Serino. Oh, yes. His legacy. Yep. Um. So I came to his old goat shed studio. I don't know if he if, did. Yeah, you ever yeah, go yeah, to the goat shed? The goat yeah, shed yeah. Days, yes. You never went to the goat shed, but never went. <laughs> but I've heard you never had the honor. Yeah, yeah dude. So um, historic landmark now. It was. It is. <laughs> it's a state park. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we met then, and that was like right when I started producing, and he blew my mind. I was just telling him this the other day that like I had never heard um, like a tracking mix, a control room mix during a record sound so freaking good. That's awesome. And it blew my mind, and I was like, shit, my my mixes don't sound this good, so what is my problem? (laughs) And um, yeah, so. Well, how much older are you, Neil? 29. You're 29. So five years. Five years. So, but but when you're, how old were you then? 16? Yeah-ish. 16, 17. So that, whatever. yeah, that's a big difference when you're 16. Oh, yeah, right? for He's sure. Like this, this cool old cool dude. Cool dude. 21-year-old. Yeah. Isn't that funny how that happens, by the way? And then, like, you heard a, you hit a certain age, and now we're all the same age. It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's like after, like, 26 or something. Yeah. yeah, like it's this guy same. that used to manage the Days and Nights. That was the band he used to play in. Mm. His name's Tim. At the time, I was in my early 20s to mid-20s. That was, like, the range of time he worked with us. And at the time, he was like, I think maybe in his mid thirties, late thirties. And I remember thinking, like, oh, he's kind of older, he's like this old grizzled lawyer guy. <laughs> totally, the suit. But now I just talked to him the other day. I'm going to be thirty five in July, and now we're just the same age. Totally, he's in his forties, but somehow it's not that different. Yeah, like it just kind of. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, the first, the first band point. I ever recorded, the oldest member was twenty five, and I was seventeen at the time. And I remember thinking, God, what an old motherfucker. Right. <laughs> fuck that's crazy all right so anyway that's how we feel yeah we like to go off on tangents so yeah do it we'll get a little npr-ish why don't you do a quick uh yeah from birth to today cool just make that about three minutes for sure that sounds (laughs) good three minutes go i'm watching go so uh i was born at portland adventist and grew up in gresham grew up in the country in between gresham and damascus if you know where that is and um yeah it was rad i had uh like physical labor upbringing we had 15 acres so i mowed the lawn that took like six hours to mow holy shit i cut wood like chopped wood as my job as a kid wow literally grew up on a farm yes wow yeah we had chickens we didn't have cows or or anything like that but we had chickens lots of land gardened country boy yeah so um it's a great upbringing i was in scouts 
Boy oh, Scout. Boy Scouts. How okay. far did you make it? I, I'm eagle. You eagle, yeah. huh? Are you an eagle? I got into drugs. Never heard of that sector of the Boy Scouts. <laughs> it's a first class. And right on. Then Andrew and I had met. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep waiting. A little Andrew detour. For all my <laughs> 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 no, I just realized that drumming and skateboarding was way cooler than scouts motto dude i well, felt the you same girls <laughs> that's what happens girls. it's like this uniform is not doing anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i did get made fun of what's scout motto girls scout motto scout motto Ooh. do it oh is it be prepared i was gonna say do a scout good turn. slogan is do a, do a good, good turn, turn daily. daily yeah what's the um thrifty grade oh yeah yeah, yeah the scout um, law scout law scout is trustworthy loyal helpful, helpful friendly, friendly courteous kind obedient cheerful thrifty brave clean and reverent you got it. That's perfect. It's like Nazi youth, man. <laughs> just programmed just into my DNA. Your, your arm yeah. just shoots up into the air. Yeah. And I go. <laughs> no, the yeah. be prepared thing, though, is something I've always taken with me. Totally. I'm a nutbag. I mean, Neil makes me all the time. You're a pretty big yeah. zombie film. You're like, oh, okay, gotcha. Like, Doomsday prepper. Yeah. Dude, that's legit. It is legit. I'm a, I'm a freak of nature. <laughs> anyway, you can anyway, feel, yeah. feel safe to anyways, drink away. Drink yeah, yeah. away. <laughs> so anyways, I uh, I got into my first band at uh, sixth grade. Mm. Started playing like the Satyricon, mm-hmm. Hawthorne, nice all thing. that stuff. What do you play? Um, at the time, I played guitar in okay. a band and sang. And then uh, in high school, started playing. I picked up drums because my drummer would store his drum set at my house. Right on. And so... Picked up drums, got into a band called Rhodes, who it was fronted by the drummer of A Hope for Home, uh, okay. Ian Vitovic, the old ah, drummer. Yeah. Yes, uh, yeah. Yes, so yes. I started playing drums on Rhodes, which that was awesome. And at the same time, uh, around that same time, got together with my girlfriend, who is now my wife. And so I realized quickly that she wasn't too keen on me being gone touring yeah. like 300 days a year, yep. which is understandable. Yep. Um, so I was like, man, I need to freaking figure out what the hell I want to do with my life. So and did you want to be gone? I did. So you did want to tour. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to tour. I wanted to, I wanted to be the rock star. That's like all I wanted. Right. Cause I, you know, I'd watch green day bolt in the Bible like every week and yep, that's going to be me. See, I want all that, but I just want the shows to come to me. Yeah, (laughs) totally. I want touring to reverse. I want the crowd to come to my house Dude. and I can just have the venue. Wembley stadium can be, that'd be ideal. Yeah. You know That's I mean? basically what it's like being a producer, right, Neil? Sort of. <laughs> sort of, kind of. Sort of, kind, kind of. Kind of. Yes. But yeah, so I uh, got a Mac and got an 8-channel interface, started recording myself, yep. quickly started recording local bands. And just, What age is this? This is like 15. Oh, okay. Um, 15, 16. And um, yeah, things kind of snowballed. I loved it. Ended mm-hmm. up going to the Conservatory of Recording Arts and Sciences in Phoenix. Yep. And then right after that, I graduated. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, graduated, came back, married my wife. We moved to Nashville within two weeks. Wow. Um, so that I could start an internship in Nashville. With who? Um, I was in Omni Sound Studio, mm-hmm. which is like a big studio in Music Row, like heart of Nashville. Okay. Super cool. Awesome. Um, now, did yeah. you actively search out that internship, or was that one that just kind of happened upon? Yeah, I did. I did search out that studio. Um, I had a list of like five or something like that, and they were the first one to get back to me because mm. you're supposed to start your internship. I don't remember what the day is like, but it's like within two weeks of graduating, you need to start an internship. So you need to like hustle and you know. Do they line that up for you? 
no, at all? No. Oh. So they have the connection so that if I need help, they can, you know, they, they could reach out to the studio. But um, I did, like, you know, cold called them, hey, I'm a little boy from mm-hmm. the conservatory, <laughs> you know, will you take me? <laughs> and so I started, you know, cleaning floorboards and polishing gold records and all Jam that stuff. Draft. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> and uh, setting up mics for, you know, like 30 mic sessions, full right. band sessions. It was awesome. Pay your dues. Yeah. And engineers took me under their wing a little bit, showed mm-hmm. me how to mix and um yeah then had the opportunity to move back here and start a studio so how long was nashville it was like eight months oh, pretty okay. quick but yeah still enough time yeah yeah, yeah i'm sure it felt yeah. longer than that it was it, yeah, it felt right. like a long time yeah right. so um yeah how was living in nashville you like it it was cool Charles yeah we seems to really like it it was awesome yeah we lived in, in the, the we lived like in the southeast portland of nashville in west end and right. it was it was super it was nice um awesome. Also very stressful because we were newly married. We were 19 and we were, uh, it was like the first time she had ever been away from her parents or like home. Yeah. Um, She's all alone. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. And you know, I was working, I was working at AT AT&T as a salesman and working the internship. So I was working like 60 or 70 hours a week easily. God. And she was working at a coffee shop and, uh, never saw each other. It was, it was a grind. Yeah. Um, so we were we were happy to move back home yeah. and to have like more control over our schedules and we knew that when we moved back home I was going to hit the studio life hard. I didn't know how busy I was going to be. I had a couple records lined up before coming back. So um the, so but, go the, ahead. The, the so the the move back was self-induced or like did you... It was. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like we ran out of money or anything. It, it was, was like we're just tired in Nashville. we want yeah, to go back. Yeah. Yeah, and we had a around that time not to get all serious but we had like a ton of death in my family Mm. and in her family so there it was like within a year i think seven or eight people died uh including my dad and so it was like it was this huge storm of like yeah the world falling apart you know and so we both felt you know we're three thousand miles away for kind of no reason yeah um magnetic pull yeah for sure so um it was it was good to come back. Yeah. So, so. did you um, did you have a studio here ready to go? I mean, you so, said you had some records lined up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had records lined up. Um, I so I the space the space that I'm in, I rent this shop building that's actually on the property that I grew up at. So my oh, mom wow. my mom owns the property. It's freaking ideal. That's awesome. Um, it's, it's just a way, it's a way cooler goat shed is what it is. Yeah. No, Basically. it is a glorified goat shed <laughs> it's on for the sure. Property. And, yeah, Andrew, can yeah. you pull up his Instagram, please? It's yeah. true. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I knew even when my, my parents were running, they were running a fireplace business out of the the rooms that I'm running my studio out of now. And, um, even when they were doing that, I was like, man, one day that's going to be a studio, which is funny because that, that was a a weird dream that would have never happened. Yeah, exactly. Same with the goat shed. (laughs) No way. Yep. Only mine wasn't half as cool as your current situation. It's pretty freaking cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't ever want to leave. Uh, it's freaking awesome. So yeah, it works. It does. It's just, it's just there. It's a beautiful property too. It is. Like it, last the other day when I was there, it was the first time I had been there during the daylight, and I was, just, yeah. I kept admiring, just like this is the coolest place because it's so serene and peaceful, yeah. like the goat shed was, but it's not four million miles away from right. anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like it's it's far away, but it's not. I mean, it's like twenty five minutes away from downtown ish. I don't yeah, know. It took me thirty minutes to get to your place. So like the airport. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um. Yeah, today I had a vocal session today, and you know we for lunch we just sat outside and you know listened to the chickens crow and 
there's a basketball court or like right. basketball hoop. It's 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 a cool little spot. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, good for you, man. I'm I had to set up you that. Found your spot. Yeah, for sure. Happy to be there. Um, and you're planning on building it out, right? Is that yeah, plan? yeah. Hopefully, within this next year, we'll nice. be building out. Um, like it's, the it's new a, studio. It's a big at. shop. How much of it is is allowed to be built out? Um, eventually, all of it. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. So there's big plans for the building. As of now, my studio, um, I have a three room studio upstairs that I don't know what the square footage is. It's probably like a, I don't know, seven hundred, eight hundred ish. And then downstairs, I track drums in a twelve hundred square foot like warehouse. Oh, that's awesome! It, and it sounds freaking dope. Um, and that's wow. not even half the building. That's no, what, yeah. What are you gonna do with? I mean, what are you building out? Like, so I'm gonna that? build out. I'm gonna I'm gonna build a new control room and tracking room in the uh, the place that I track drums right now in the twelve hundred square feet room. So it'll be a mm. full full separate facility from the tracking room as of now gotcha um yeah it should be good we're meeting with contractors and it is expensive yeah. so hopefully <laughs> hopefully artists are no happy cheap, with it yeah. <laughs> talk to chris about that yeah chris oh yeah there, chris's place that. is beautiful yep. yeah it is it's it's definitely the jam and he's yeah. had to deal with all the city and all that stuff so yeah, he, he sure. knows he knows mm-hmm. what you're getting into yeah oh yeah we're dealing with the city plenty it's awesome <laughs> yeah they're they're harder than and, uh, my day job, I'd work as an inspector. Oh, okay, gotcha. But I'm not city inspector. I, I work for a private company. Oh, okay. So we come in first, and then the city comes in after. Interesting. Yeah. So you kind of pre-screen. Kind of, like a quick version of it is They have a, a bird's eye view of yeah. construction, and we do zeroed in things. Gotcha. Right, so they're like the whole plant, like uh, means of egress, and right. permits, and more right. political stuff. Totally. Yeah. Right on. We actually watch people do things like pour yeah. concrete and weld. For and, sure, yeah. make sure that it's all to code and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, man, well, I'm gonna have exciting. to pick your brain about that. You please, to Chris did. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Okay, me, like, ten yeah. times. Like, what about this? <laughs> totally. And, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's that's rad. Um, so, when did you start noticing like guests or guests? When did you start booking <laughs> clients on a like how, how did all yeah, that yeah, yeah. happen for you Is yeah it, just it was a, a slow organic growth or yeah very slow organic growth yeah. I, I would say it was two years of struggle um of very spotty you know i would do a full length which and my rates were way lower yeah just so that i could start and um so uh you know do a single i'd I'd be lucky to do like a song a month with somebody else and so in the meantime i filled it with doing my band stuff to promote which actually Mm -hmm. ended up doing really well um i always suggest that for any producer that can be in a band as well totally use that as a flag yeah it helped a ton and like to this day people still talk about it which is funny because it's like no that record to me sounds terrible but i appreciate people liking it you know and even if so, you're not in a band, like do your own thing. Like, exactly. Make, write with some people and then record that. Just exactly something. Make it happen. Make I mean, it yeah, happen. everybody wants to do music. I if mean, no who, one's coming to you. Make it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's really smart. So I did that, and then um, I'd say right around the two-year mark, I I had this week that I'm generally like a very positive person. I had this week that I was like, I think I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> like I I'm nobody's booking. Yeah. I I had a, I think I had a big project fall through. And it was like, well, uh, I think this is it. Deuces. You know, I, I have no idea what to do. And I feel like that w- after that week, 
somehow I got just an ungodly amount of bookings and right. it's never stopped. Right. So I feel like I've been going for two and a half years now with zero break aside from like scheduled week breaks. Right. Um, so was it just luck? It's been that that nuts. Happened? Who knows? I don't know. Just one, this book, that, and it's just snowball. Yeah. And, and then it's just snowball. It's all word of mouth. I mean, I have Instagram is huge. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get projects. You're from definitely that. good. At that, um, yeah. but, um, yeah, it was mostly word of mouth, friends of friends of friends kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> yeah, it kind of just progressed from, oh, sweet, I'm two months booked out to, oh, I'm, I'm five months booked out. Oh, I'm a year booked out, you know? Yeah. So wow. it's, uh, well, it's that's been good great, man. grinding. That's good for you. That's, yeah. that's Thanks, really man. good. Thanks. No, good for you is what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> what do what you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's great, man. You're a young guy and... You know, I'll just say it. It's it's rare that people start out so young totally. and have that kind of luck. For sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure you know that. But, yeah. dude, you know, we know people have been doing it for a long time that have a tough time keeping for it sure. steady. Yeah. Well, yeah. Count your blessings and, and appreciate it when you're when you're really busy because yes. I know that there's going to be a time. Go yeah. And especially if you don't know why it's happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for sure. That's the thing that can be scary. Totally. You're just like well, this is all happening. This is great. I don't really know what got me here. For sure. And then you can't define that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe just kind of being loosey-goosey and just letting it happen totally. is also another way. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Just let it happen, James. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. Like Nike says, just do it. No. No, not like Nike says. No. <laughs> just wait. You know what? <laughs> Nike, let it happen. Wait, no. That's right. That would be the, that'd Nike, be the weirdest just let it happen. Just that would happen. not pass in 2018. Oh, God. That just lay there pass. and take it. Just lay there and take it. Nike. Jesus. Just open your mouth. Nike. <laughs> Sorry if you're in Christian voice still. It's, it's, Sorry. it's all good. Speaking of no, 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 shitty, despicable people. shitty jobs you're and good. shitty situations. Yeah, so let's get back is? to the topic of the day. King all right. So now we have some background on who Justin is and what he does and all that stuff. Yay! So, <laughs> success, we're done. What are some of the jobs you've had that are non-audio related? Okay, so my first, well, so I, I did the cutting wood for my dad. He is. That was quite the job. Um, then my first real job was uh, I worked at a berry company that was in Boring, Oregon, and we, I would sort berries. Let, let me interrupt you. H- hold on for a second. <laughs> the name Boring for a town is quite possibly the worst name for a town. <laughs> right there was a netflix show just filmed there because of it did you really? know that yeah no what was it called what was it called boring i have no idea oh, i'm okay. sorry i i don't know but it i think it's out maybe there's there's a few things that just fucking make me so livid when pretty towns dumb. have names like boring or mist there's a town called mist in oregon weed california it's horse shit and so there's there's that we'll put that over there. That's one thing that pisses me. Everything off. sucks. That's what that show is. Oh yeah, uh, that that is what it calls. Oh, that's yeah, what there it is. is. Oh okay. Welcome to boring. I knew Oregon. it was something. Like, I'll go yeah. check it out. Yeah. Then the other category that pisses me off when it comes to city names is when they have the in front of something. <laughs> the Dows. Oh. What? I've never really thought of that. It's going to be the something. I never heard that, actually. I didn't know. The Dows. The Dows. I thought people just Dallas. called it. I didn't know it was actually part of the name. Yeah. It's, it's that the is Dowels. I'm going to Dowels. It's the Dowels. What's the other one that has a the? The. Um, God, what's the other one? I can't think right now, but there's that a few. That is super of them. weird. Yeah, it's like a band name or something. <laughs> the Dowels, like a new wave 80s band. Dang, the Dowels. Epic. 
going to the dance. Back to your story of boring and the berry. Oh yeah, yeah. I would okay. sort berries. Ah. Um, I did get let go of that job, which we can go, we we can get to, and then I were you fired or well, off? so I you see this scar. I do. So ah. I um I was opening up a a bottle. What was it? Like a nail polish bottle for my girlfriend. And I'm sure it's for the <laughs> I was very emo and painted <laughs> my tell. nails. Yeah. I spent my nails. <laughs> it broke in my hand and like a shard just tore through my hand. Oh god. Um and that was right before I started that job. No. Oh. So um, like, uh... yeah, they, they were like, okay, I guess you'll try. And I had like 15 stitches in my hand, right? And a cast. You're like picking one berry. I, I'm like the <laughs> slowest person alive. And so, yeah, they, they, they didn't let me go as much as they just didn't hire me or like they didn't, they didn't call me, <laughs> that is which awesome. was, that was, that, that was a blessing in disguise, but, Good for you. and then I worked at Red Robin or no Red Lobster. I always say Red Robin, Red Lobster. That was the worst. And I definitely have stories from that. Did you wait tables? I hosted. Because ah, I yes. wasn't old enough to wait. I think you have to be 18. Yeah. And I think I was 16. Right. I used to bust tables at Red Robin when I was pre of age. Yeah, totally. So that was a thing. And then, yeah, then I went to school and then I worked at AT&T in Nashville. And that was the last real job I had. How many jobs do you think you've had, Andrew? Quite a bit. Yeah, me right. too. <laughs> My first job was at Joanne Fabrics. Me and you have had <laughs> Nice. <laughs> By the way, Sunset Esplanade. We should point out, yeah, the Sunset Esplanade is where we all had our yeah. first jobs. Me, you, Stephen, Josh, Dylan, yeah. Joe. <laughs> I mean, li- like everyone we grew up with. I don't think none of us worked fast food, luckily. No. Yeah. We just went there. Remember how often we went to Taco Time? The oh, lady, yeah. Value bean burritos, we, man. We laid bark dust for the manager of this Taco Time. Get some credit. give us free burritos for the summer. That was pretty cool. Deal. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Joanne Fabric? Yeah, that was my first job. And um, was, was that the one where you got fired for sleeping? <laughs> no, I didn't. Get, I never got caught, but I oh, did yeah, sleep. You, I just you, never. I just never showed up. That's right. You and Dylan were just uh, nap. Yeah, with the, I worked there with Dylan, the so like, we were just <laughs> fucking kids, just goofing around yeah, the entire time, out yeah. back stealing stuff, doing nothing. Uh, yeah. All right. So the, you're stealing fabric. <laughs> what are you stealing? We, we stole like candles and shit. Yeah, Why? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Just well, they're expensive, like those big ass candles, and like who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? We have like a pile outside waiting for us. Big point. Who gives a fuck? But yeah, she was a big lady, our manager. So um, like. Like the back stock was like really tight, and like she had to walk through like this narrow thing so you could hear her coming. So like we had like we had like rooms in the back where like built around like boxes. So like we was like we made like beds out of like old wreaths yeah, and stuff, right. and like old like um you know Christmas yeah, trees Christmas. and shit. <laughs> make a, a cot back there and take naps. Dylan told that me you guys awesome. would like sleep. Yeah, not nap. Like we take shifts sleeping. Yeah, sleep. <laughs> like a couple of hours. Yeah. No <laughs> way. I love those piece of shit jobs. Oh, me too. Man. <laughs> my first job was target when i was 14 15 something like that with stefan oh yeah i got fired from target have you ever heard the story now <laughs> yes we've told it on the podcast okay well times. since it's yeah. the topic of the day i got fired from target for a few reasons <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was breaking a couple rules that day so i was like one of the cart boys that day mm-hmm and I was using, you know, those machines that collect the cards and you have like a, a remote button. You see them totally. go by themselves, little robots. Totally. So I was driving one of those things, but I was riding it. <laughs> so I was sitting on the thing and fucking chilling with it. I hit a car. Oh, <laughs> And then I tried to back out. Hit a, I just repeatedly hit this car. <laughs> and then, and, uh, and that was, I also had, was wearing shorts. Not supposed to wear shorts. Oh. And I had my hair dyed blue. And you weren't supposed Ooh, to have your hair dyed. Dang. Triple so, strike. 
and then so they had it on film. He's, he's, like, he's, he's, he's my manager. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I've been fired from a lot of jobs. God, that's awesome. Then when I went inside, the manager's like, James, <laughs> come upstairs, man. I'm like, what? Like, We've had like five customers tell us that you hit a car. I'm like, no, I didn't. And I just start, I just started to giggle and stuff. So they, anyway, they brought me up. There was the guy was so mad because I couldn't not laugh. I kept, like, uh. and, he, and he showed me the film of it, and I was just like, oh, all right, uh, can I have me. the film? Or... Oh my god, is there a way we can get that film? Do you all I, I want to see that so bad. <laughs> So that was my first gig, and then my first fire. Um, what are some other? You've had some terrible jobs, Andrew. Uh, Safeway was my second one. Yeah, at the same mall. Oh point God, out. yeah, Sunset Esplanade. But yeah, I used to steal booze. <laughs> yeah, you did. Jesus, a lot of booze, a lot of booze, a lot of beer. And then uh, I used to be responsible for like the bottle count shit. Yeah, and, you know, like yeah, some yeah. bottles would not uh, scan, so I could like write tickets. So if <laughs> I had to pay right. a debt or want some extra money, I just cash myself out. Just, like, Jesus Christ! Right. Get like twenty bucks. <laughs> We were little hustlers. That's awesome. So I signed it with my signature. Oh God, it's hilarious. Oh, remember when David walked out of Home Depot with a uh, with a barbecue? Yeah. He went into a Home Depot, <laughs> got a barbecue he wanted, like a four hundred dollar barbecue, and simply walked out the store. Yeah. And drove it home. That's the end of that story. What he, he, work, he worked? He'd have like a receipt for something else. David used to do it all the time. That is insane. Yeah, he used to do all. He Barnes do, and Noble. He'd fill up like half a shopping cart. Yeah, Barnes and Noble. Walking, yeah, like a, a foil records. sack or something that like reflects the yeah, he was scanning things. Oh, he figured God, he, it out somehow. He, he went he had it down to the oh, We were like Fight Club generation. We, we, yeah, our whole thing was like how to fuck over the man. We didn't really understand what we were doing. I could only steal the inside meant. job, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, th- we were just I grew up the stupidity. exact opposite of all this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, I was one of those assholes that, like, if I if I was shopping and I forgot to take the thing of water off the bottom of the shopping cart, I would go back inside. <laughs> <and> <laughs> I felt bad. More. Yeah. That's a good instinct to have, Neil. That's Our instinct was do. not good. I got fired from Petco. Oh, kill, I forgot you worked there. Did you yeah. kill an animal? What did <laughs> sure you do? Did. I used to come home with crickets in my pockets. Was, that was a cool <laughs> job. It was like working at a zoo. It was the weirdest yeah. job in the world. Yeah, you'd have to reach into a garbage can full of like thousands of crickets and put them in a bag and then give them to people like oh. and it was so unethical like to feed their rats. lizards and stuff yeah right? feed their yeah. lizards yeah. yep uh big uh snake owners like they'd come in one day with their boa constrictor over their fucking yeah. neck <laughs> then the next day they'd come in without the snake and buy a bunch of rats yeah and legally we can only sell um a certain type of frozen pinkies mouse. or whatever gotcha. yeah pinkies for feeding purposes sure. but we couldn't sell you a pet rat right when we know you're gonna feed it to a snake totally so we're like bro you were just in here with your snake he's like no i just wanted five pet rats <laughs> <laughs> so i would sell them to him because i didn't really care yeah yeah jesus uh, but I, w- I would smoke so much pot on that job i didn't know i couldn't figure out how to cashier like i couldn't process simple math or checks and my manager came up she's like the, the longest line possible yeah I mean, there shouldn't be more than two people in a line at any pet store ever. There's like 10 plus people. And I just couldn't figure out how to process a check. I kept running it through a thing. And I hit the thing. Like, I was so fucking high out of my mind. Holy she shit, just, like, funny. She tapped me on the shoulder. She's like, James, I'll take over. Just go through the cricket stuff. Go through the room. And I was like, every day. Not some every day. I, was, I made it a point to be... Like, I would show up on time, sit in my car... Then I'd walk in the door. 
I just didn't give a fuck. Remember Artie Fatahi? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, me and him would both purposely be late just to drive our manager crazy. Um, <laughs> one day Christ, I was like James. 45 minutes late. I walked in and the, the manager had she, – she simply had enough. I, she heard me go beep, 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 clocking my number. Yeah. And then she she was like in a roll chair. She rolled out of her office. She's like, <laughs> James, just clock out. Like, we're, we're done here, right? <laughs> That's why I got fired. Like, I mean, you, you don't need to be here. Right? You don't want to like, be here. You're yeah. right. It was summer. <laughs> I was so happy. Went right to the river. Uh, Remember that time when uh, you and Tom and Dylan, or was it no Josh, Dylan and Tom, called in to the pizza place to work that? Oh yeah, yeah. So Trying we could to get go time camping. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, they lied. So they tried to get time off so we go on this big camping trip. And then their manager was like, "No, I can't give all three of them the same time <laughs> <Yeah>. off." <laughs> and they asked for it like two days before the trip. Yeah, just kids. We don't fucking know what we're doing. Fucking care. So they called that day and were like, "Uh, all three of us are sick." <laughs> you know. Well, first Dylan called first, then Josh calls, then Tom, um, then Tom calls back to back, and he's like. Guys, I know what you're doing. Like, you're all, you just told me you're going on this trip, and now you're all sick at the same time. And I remember the guy was like yelling at Tom. Tom started to laugh. It's like I don't know what to tell you. You're all sick. Jesus. God, that's funny. My career at Red Lobster ended that exact way. Oh, let's hear it. Except, so I uh, I was in high school. I think it was my senior year. I could be wrong. Yeah. But. I had a choir concert coming up that I was in choir. That's important. That's a school requirement yep. to be at the a choir requirement. concert. Oh, damn it. <laughs> the shades come down. <laughs> and um, Yeah, so I requested the time off. And uh, for some reason, they wouldn't give it to me. I can't remember. But they were like, there's no way that you can get this off. Yeah. And so I was kind of fighting them on it, whatever. I ended up getting f- the flu that week. Legitimately deathly oh, ill, wow. right? And so I was stuck at home and didn't go to the concert, but I called in sick but that night. Did. Yeah. So the next, my oh. next shift, Jesus sat me down and grilled me because he's like, he's not like cool. Yeah. He's like, that is, you know, you have no integrity. And I was like, dude, I don't know. I don't know how to communicate to you right yeah. now because I literally was super sick. Call my mom, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I need a doctor's note. And I'm like, well, I didn't go. I live in the country. I didn't go oh, to the doctor. Yeah. And doctor's note. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I did not come back to Red Lobster. Right. Good for you. Fuck those people. You're fine. Unbelievable. You're doing fine. <laughs> um, I got fired from somewhere else. Has there ever oh, been a fired. job that you haven't been fired from? I got two more. Mm. I got two more. I think I got fired from four places. I got fired from New Seasons Ooh. for stealing. Yeah. But I wasn't really stealing. Here's That's the kind thing. Of bullshit, Here, right? me, here's my defense. Here it comes. Here it comes. Uh, I was a perishable grocery guy. You know, the guy that stocks cold things like cheese and milk and shit. Mm. Which, by the way, is a wild job because, like, mid-July, I showed up to work like I was going to go skiing. Like a beanie oh, and fucking yeah, gloves totally. and shit. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, we used to smoke so much pot in that cooler. It was the best. <laughs> oh, yeah. Seems to be a theme <laughs> here. I, yeah, we all yeah. worked there. And Tom did for a hot minute. It was so much fun. We used to scare little kids and shit. Like, <laughs> and Jesus. Oh, no. The, the best was like when the hot girl would come in. Oh, everyone oh, rushes God. to the, the cooler. Just, like cooler. all peeking through the milks and you shit. You worked in season two, didn't you? Yeah, I worked it. Yeah, I got yeah, fired twice from them. Yeah, you got fired twice. <laughs> <laughs> Assholes. Oh, we're the worst people ever. But anyway, I, I had a super early, like, stocking shift. So I had to start at, like, 4 in the morning. 
Yeah. And so this pre- like before the store is opening. So me and my manager, he was my manager. Every day we'd get a Red Bull and go to work. Yeah. And then when the store opened, we go ring it up. We pay for it. Mm-hmm. So business as usual. I got a Red Bull. Then I went to stock and shelves and some guy who was like like a vendor. He was like the juice guy. He doesn't even work at New Seasons, but he ratted me out. He's like, one of your fucking guys are stealing Red Bulls. Um, and then so the manager, it was just an excuse. I was such a little shithead. They just wanted to let me go. Yeah. So she was it like, was we, yeah, it was their chance kind of thing. Yeah. So technically I didn't steal. But, but you yeah, technically I, did. Oh, I mean, I just <laughs> called in like all the time and I didn't give a fuck. So yeah, there's that. Then we remember. Did you do the Norm Thompson thing? No, I never did that. It was a call center, right? Yeah, the call center. No, we're so old that we used to have to work <laughs> at places where Norm Thompson is a call center on behalf of a magazine. Oh. So like people get this. There's Norm... still call centers though. No, but this is a magazine, a magazine. that people would order shit out of. Oh, okay. Oh. And then they call this number and like, I want the pink pattern striped couch and the thing. That's anyway, hilarious. yeah, yeah the, the the Tupperware set or whatever the fuck they sold. Yeah. Um, and Sky Mall for the, yeah, the exactly, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Ground Mall. I think or it was me cow. and Tom and Josh did that, but we we <laughs> I didn't even try. Like I didn't even learn the thing. There was like a script you had to do. Stefan was pretty successful at it, but anyway, I didn't even bother to learn the process. So like people would call and I'm like, uh, hold on, let me hit the thing and like I didn't. I didn't <laughs> I was there for like 72 hours, maybe. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, it was the same kind of thing. Like, I walked in one day, and the guy's like, Yeah, this is not for you, right? What just happened? What is happening? Oh, my Bluetooth speaker. You're beeping. Podcast. <laughs> Come on, James. Come back. Figure to it us. out. Come back. Figure it out. Come back. We miss you. Okay, he's back. Hi. This is James. I'm back. Did it? I turn it back on? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it. So yeah, you were fired twice from New Seasons. Oh yeah, yeah. I um worked my worked my way up. I was a Paris Wool Crusher for a while. Yeah, there. that's right. Then I moved on to the online driving back when they had yes, that. Yes, that's right. And then uh, was, was this a, the division? Yeah, store? the division yeah. twenty seven corners or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Anyways, it was a. Uh, you have to show up super early, like 4 a.m. to pick groceries out and shit. Yeah. I can't fucking wake up in my mid-20s. It's just no. all mm-hmm. night drinking. Not happening. Simply taking not pills happening. and shit. So a lot of pills. Late all the goddamn time and then you know, eventually got fired. Then I got rehired. <laughs> and they got fired the best part. like a month later for the same shit. <laughs> Why did they rehire you? What did you have to say to get Well, I was a great worker. I just couldn't show up at fucking 4 a.m. That, <laughs> that was the thing with me, too. Like, I worked my ass off when I was there. Yeah. It was just getting me there that was tough. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Especially like mornings, man. Oh, yeah, man. It's the fucking worst. And then same with the coffee people back when I worked for yep. them. Mm-hmm. Super early. Just Super could early. not show up at fucking 4 a.m. Couldn't do it, man. <laughs> but yeah, we used to smoke weed on top of that um, coffee people. And yeah, it was like oh, right across from the, co- in the, 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 the police the station. station. Yeah, 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 right across the street. Dude, we owned that fucking coffee. <laughs> that was we used to do uh, whippets, nitrous. Oh, yeah, we fill up bags full of it. Bags of it. <laughs> just got squeeze a garbage oh bag God. of nitrous. <laughs> like cops would go through the drive-through. We're like, <laughs> God, I miss those times. Oh, me too. I worked at Katie Car Wash for like three months or something. Yeah, me, me and um, not Eric Fisher, Eric Smith. Maybe I shouldn't say it on the podcast, James. How about that? Beep. 
Yeah, you'll have to beat that out, Andy. <laughs> Our friend uh, and I worked at this Katie Car Wash in Hillsboro, and we used to smoke pot in the bay. You know, it was a little fucking thing. And a, a cop, so we had just lit a J, both were like tons of smoke. Like as much smoke as you can imagine in one little area. Yeah. Whoop, a cop pulls up, he just kind of stops and he just smiles at us. He rolls down his window, he's like, I'll get a basic wash. You just yeah. let it, you didn't even fuck. Uh, it smelled he... like all the weed in the world in that little area. Oh man. Oh, getting stoned at work back in those days when you. Oh yeah, young kid. It was the best. Fuck yeah, man. This <clears throat> gets really, really stoned at Red Robin busting tables. Because doesn't have yeah. to talk to you. Are you? Do yeah. you smoke weed at all? No, not anymore. <laughs> this is why he did his lifetime. I did, I put in my time. Yeah. Man. People always give me shit. Like, you're such a square. You don't drink anymore. You don't well, you know what's funny is like, now dude, it's no, actually in my you're 34 <laughs> now. Yeah. What's funny is now it's actually legal, and now you don't want to do it. Yeah. 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 No. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. What Coffee. about you, Neil? Yeah, what about yeah, I've had, Neil? Before I started producing full-time, I had three jobs, none of which I actually got fired from. Hmm? But I'll go in reverse order. Neil's so, a good boy. So the last the last job I had right before I went to college was um, – there may not be beer in there, James. Soda water. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> last job I had was selling shoes for Puma at the Woodburn Outlet store. Mm, not bad. And uh, I actually met Eminem's manager. Whoa! While I while I sold him a few pairs of shoes. Was he white? He was. Slim shady. It was Slim like I, I I don't know if it was actually his manager, but he knew enough, and he bought like ten <laughs> yeah, pairs of shoes. Was he in Woodburn? Exactly. I mean? He says he was. Oh, okay. But anyway, and he he also tried to convince me that Eminem is Jewish. Is he? Mm. Good. Be. He's white. I don't know. Like anyway, half a white that was an interesting rush. story. Sold shoes for Puma. I went through a very lavish, not lavish, extensive tanning phase at that point in my life, too. So I was like really, really tan. I <laughs> looked like mean. Andrew. You were tanning? I, 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 yeah, I went to a tanning Like bed. a tanning salon? Wow. Yeah. Why? I was working for Puma. Because I was working for Puma. What does that mean? I don't know. I went through I get a phase. It. I get it. <laughs> like you're yeah. Just, you're just Puma and tan. Well, I'm a salesman. I had Puma to, and tans? I, had, okay. I had to fit the, the, the brand. You know, and the brand did you was frost your hair too. GTL. It was I. It was I had a blonde. Yeah, I did actually. Yeah, <laughs> I totally did. Nailed it. <laughs> I was wearing Hollister shirts when I could. Okay. So this was like Hollister 2003 shorts. or something. This is all tying together now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was right before I went back to college. That was right when I recorded my first band, which I, I think I've told everybody. My the first band I recorded, I actually paid the band two Red Bulls and right. a bag of chips or something like that. Um, Hell of a deal. Yep, for them, yeah, especially. But um, bargain. Yeah, so anyway, that happened, and then the job before that, I was making pizzas for Figaro's. It's like it's like a pop and oh, take and bake. Yeah, 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 take and bake. Making and and I stole from them actually. Good for you. <laughs> Walk so, out with some pepperoni or something. So during a long ass day, I would get hungry, and I realized that they didn't take inventory on their pan crusts. Yeah, buddy. So I would very commonly, <laughs> at first it was on accident, but then towards the end I kind of didn't care. But kinda I would, sort of I care. would make a twelve topping, which is basically everything that they have on a pan crust, <laughs> and I would forget to pay for it. Right. Mm. At the end of the day, you um, didn't get fired for that. Nope, never got fired. Nice. They never caught me, James. See, this is the difference. That's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, yeah, I was like, I don't know, 17, 16 at that time. Um, and then the, the very first job I had alludes to the 
the pun I made earlier, I was cleaning porta potties. Oh, oh shit. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Oh, that was my, that was my first shitty job. Huh. How old were you? Oh my god. 16. <laughs> what like what does that So what does that mean? So my go? my one of my friends in high school, his parents owned Clink Scales portable toilets okay. in Malala and so they they would rent out portable toilets. How do you so, get into that business? How does it you Because know, like, it was my friend, it was my really good friend at the time, his mom, and I was 16. And I no, was I like, don't I mean you. Eager. I'm saying how did they start that business? We're going right. to buy a bunch of toilets. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, <sighs> but yeah, so they, so my first job was I would go to their storage yard and dirty toilets would come in. I would clean them. I would stack them in their, their rows wherever they went because there's, you'd be surprised how many like different, oh, so different models of porta like construction sites and no. stuff. You were, you no, know. I, I that would believe it or not, that was where you got promoted to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would I would sit in the yard in this little fenced area. It felt like a prison because it like I don't know why they were trying to protect these things so much. But yeah, they're so, expensive to rent. Yeah, they are, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're just as expensive to buy as yeah. well and maintain. <clears throat> but yeah, so the, yeah, the dirty the, the people would go pick them up, and they were already pumped out. Like all the stuff was oh, okay. pumped out of them, but there was still remnants sure. ev- everywhere. <laughs> right. And on the occasion, you'd get a toilet back that where a little like bomb went off inside, like a firecracker that oh. you had to like fix and maintain, oh. or like they had gotten tipped over in the middle of the Fourth oh. of July. Like stuff like that. So, so it was like maintenance too. So yeah, so they would they would come in and after high it, like oh. I was in high school at the time and so th- I would after school I'd go to this yard for like four hours and like they'd come in and I had a pressure washer with That's like four hundred degree water oh. and so like wow. in the summer I'm cleaning shit literally shit oh. off of the inside of walls and stuff and it's four it's scalding right. hot water in the in the heat. Wow. And so that's that, like the worst job of all time. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> and bad. and like I had to meet a quota every day, you know, to make sure that we had enough toilets for the next yeah, yeah. and everything. So like it, it it was bad. And then in the winter time when it was raining, um, for whatever reason the four hundred degree water that would come off of the porta potty was freezing cold when I got back to you. Mm. And so right. I was like constantly drenched in right. the winter from the rain and and yeah, oh, and so the, you're constantly wet and it just smelled like shit all day. Yep. And then you'd smell like shit when you got home. But, oh, that's yeah. fucking but, gross. Yeah, and and then the other the last piece is the the pressure washer had a huge problem with it to where basically the manager told me when I started he's like, "Yeah, make sure you do this 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 right. this 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 or it'll blow up." Oh. Cool. Because it had a problem. Super and, relaxing. and so like it was like whenever I would have to start because it would common it would break a lot of the time and I right. had to restart it. And so, like, literally me being the young 16-year-old I was, was so afraid that I was going to do something wrong and the thing was going to blow up in my yeah. face when I went to start it. And it was, like, industrial. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. Was it, like, propane? No, it was or? gas. It was diesel. It was actually mm-hmm. a diesel one. I remember that. Jesus Badass. Yeah. So that was my first job. Did you have to wear, That's like, a, a hazmat job. suit or yeah, anything for that? No, in the summer I was doing it shirtless to get a tan, and then I get, <laughs> and then I, and then I get oh, sunburned. Right, like <laughs> yeah, and then, and then I get, you know, sunburned, and then the scolding water. That was great. Learned, wow. that, learned that real quick. But anyway, so eventually she, she told me that during – like, after I'd been there for a couple months, she told me that I could basically make my own hours as long as the, the toilets were clean that they needed to send mm. out. And so, of course, nice. I just eventually mm. stopped showing up because I hated it so much. Damn. And so she didn't fire me, but she was like, you should probably look for other employment. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's crazy, Neil. That's yeah. a good one. I think after New Seasons for me, I didn't – I didn't. I kind of cleaned up after that. I mean, I was still a degenerate piece of shit, 
but I didn't get fired from the other jobs. I think <laughs> it's at the long term or something. Yeah, I would go. I started wait tables at McMenamin's because that's a good standard. Oh, okay. If you if you keep a job and don't get fired from it, that, that it looks real good. Yeah, I mean, you're up and coming. It was like the first time for me. My parents were very proud. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, yeah, from waiting tables, and I got the bartending gig at the Crystal Ballroom. Gotcha. And that and that was like the first job. I was like, this is actually pretty rad. I'm gonna make this work. But I was still like getting fucked up and stuff. But that's because everyone else was. Well, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's the yeah. Every not some everybody. Everyone was oh, drinking and those kind of restaurant bar jobs are so much fucking fun. Oh, dude. I used to um, bus at the Montage. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. That was like a rock and roll place, man. He's oh, yeah. get away with anything. He's fucking be drunk on this fucking shift. You the guys Portland have lived a crazy life. Take Shanghai shots down in the basement, <laughs> yeah. dude. I know, man. All oh, those parts. Yeah. I fucking love that job. Actually. Actually. Wasn't too yeah. bad, man. It was fun as fuck. I mean, uh, we would get like legitimately fucked up <laughs> and have to like put on a face and go back out. But no one cared because it was like social distortion was. Oh well, yeah, get you the know, job like, done. No effects was playing in the background. It didn't matter. Nice. I'm trying to. I'm trying to desperately think. When was I in a professional situation to where I remember going? I'm really fucked up. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I I told you the puking on table story. First time I met the Alisana guys. What the fuck? No. no. What, what 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 time are we at right now? So, fifty five. We're right about a pee break. <laughs> should, we pee, should we pee and then I can quickly finish that story and then? Mm-hmm. It's up to you. Yeah, let's pee. Let's uh, do it. All right, let's pee. Let's go. Puke on tables. Crumman knows this story very well. <laughs> Back. All right. <laughs> I don't think I've heard you do that one. Thanks, man. Thanks. I like it, Andrew. Welcome back to the podcast. Did everyone have a successful pee break? Quite. Quite. It was, it was like maybe a solid stream for a minute. Solid I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I <laughs> piss like a camel. <laughs> <laughs> How about camels, huh? Real weird animals. I didn't know they were so fucking big. They're huge. They're tall as fuck. Tall as they're like a fucking fuck. elephant. And their dicks are like... Oh, so my arm. Are they as big as an elephant? Really that they're big? They're really fucking tall. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're tall. I did not know that. I thought they were like a, you know, like a moose or something. I Have guess moose are pretty movies? fucking tall, too. Moose are huge. They don't look that big in movies. There's probably like smaller ones, but... I mean, the one I saw was like... You know when they had that exhibit of like, you know, like the dead shit? You know, they he does that. I forget what it's called, but you know, like... Embalm, embalms them. It shows like all the muscle yeah, tissue yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. They had a, one that was a camel and it was fucking tall. I mean, right. it was like on a little stage, but it was still like really like nine Whoa. feet tall or some shit. Actually, let's look look it up. <sighs> yeah, let's look it up. <laughs> and <laughs> here we go. What you fuck a camel? The biggest population of wild camels is anyone want to guess? We've talked about this before. Egypt. <laughs> no. Mm. Have we talked about this? Before? Australia. Really? Isn't that surprising? Isn't that that is really fucking weird. wild. Yeah, I wouldn't think that. They're obviously not native, but they bred like camels. That's not a term. <laughs> they bred like something. Rabbits. Yeah. God, I hope I'm wrong on that stat. That was a movie I got that from. It's probably wrong. It's probably wrong. 
What was the one that the the population of California was? Oh more yeah, than I, the, I said the population of LA, LA was yeah. big. What did I say? Was well, the the population of LA was more than the population of the entire continent of Australia? Right, it was California. <laughs> but it's the yeah, it's yeah. the state of California. Still has crazy. Gotcha. Right? That yeah. is really crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know crazy? that. Yeah, yeah, and it's actually by a a lot, not a lot, but like substantial. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, I, 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 when we looked it up, I think that it was like 24 million or something like that in California, and then there was like 13 million. Wait, go in back Australia. to that, Andrew. Oh, they can be up to 6.6 feet. Is that just? No, that's not that. It's almost yeah, as large. It's almost as large as my penis. That, I think they just mean the belly, right? Like if you're standing, you could. You know what I mean? Okay, so the top of the the hump, that's big. I love that we're talking about this. <laughs> little, little lady humps. What, so they store water in those humps, right? Is that yeah. what it is? Just right, think of deposits. Pretty, yeah. pretty huh. insane. You know, I just thought of an idea to smuggle heroin. <laughs> yeah. I'll, follow that if, shit if, if, if you just, you know, like drain the water out and just kind of shut Andrew, I don't know if this is one of your current events. I, this is, I'm going to interrupt you because this is <laughs> worth it. Have you seen the picture of the girl, the Canadian girl, that got sentenced to prison for smuggling drugs? And no. she's unbelievably hot. Like, uh... <laughs> Dime piece, ten out of ten. What yeah, was she do, smuggling? Uh, don't type. That's porn. Canadian <laughs> girl smug. Yeah, there. I think that's her. Right here. Yeah. I can't see the TV. Instagram loving Canadian. She posted something on Instagram on oh, like a yeah. tip on how to smuggle Cutie. drugs, and they uh, they're like, oh yeah. That's a good cover though. Like you just kind of like be like nice to her and like yeah. like friend up with now her. She posted a tip years. publicly on how to smuggle drugs. Yeah, dude. She doesn't sound like that good of a smuggler. Got a little cocky there. <laughs> yeah, she's posting tips on how to smuggle drugs. That doesn't Cutie sound pie. like a good... I want to smuggle her over here. And then... You're married. So? <laughs> God damn it. You think I give a fuck? Dude, yeah. Jesus Pays God. for this room. Might as well use it. That's right, man. My wife knows. Does she? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> she even listens to this sometimes. Hi, Ashley. I'm talking to you right now. I love you, baby. Yeah, yes. I fucked her. Yeah, yeah, I fucked her. Jesus Christ. But Jesus. I make love to you. Remember that, <laughs> Eddie, that Eddie Murphy bit? Like, yeah, yeah, I fucked her. I make love to you, baby. Oh Aww. Aww. I get it. Oh, I get it. Where do we go from there? Uh, you had a story you were going to tell, Neil. Oh. Tell me about vomit. I was, I was thinking about it during the break, and it pains me to think about it. It's, it's, it's that bad. <laughs> But no, so so I misspoke. It wasn't when I met Alison. It was after we had already done the two records with Crummit and I. Um, but anyway, so the they were on the Emptiness tour. They were playing at the Hawthorne, um, and I was going to meet with them and kind of meet the team, the Revival team. At that point, I don't think Revival was actually a thing yet. We were talking about doing it. Basically, it was a very professional meeting. I was going to start talking to Sean and all them about moving out to Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, and at that point, I had just finished mixing a, his debut band, uh, called All Human for him. Mm. Um, so I I remember going to the show, and, and there was this lady friend from Seattle that I, that is a really big, like, TM tour manager kind of girl, and I was trying to impress her because I thought she was pretty. And yeah. there, was a, there was a lot of people and a lot of pressure at this show for me to, like, professionally and personally entertain. Mm. So I remember going to the show. It was at the Hawthorne. I was walking through the Fred Meyer, which is across the street, and I remember thinking to myself, I didn't eat much today. That could be an issue. Uh-oh. That stands out in my head. So anyway, I get there and I just start <laughs> pounding drinks because of my social awkwardness. Yeah. And I, I felt the pressure of, you know, I was coming out of and Crummit was there as my, my mentor yes. and somebody I envied. And so it, 
just huge pressure. And so I started pounding drinks to get over the social awkwardness <laughs> and to try to get, you know, I, I, I met everybody and shook hands. It was very professional, very, mm-hmm. yeah. So started the, that way. Yeah. And then, and then <laughs> Al, Alisana played and we fast forward after I, God knows how many fucking drinks I had that night and without eating. And I remember sitting in the bar at the Hawthorne and I'm at the head of the table like at the very end mm-hmm. with the door behind me, but I'm at the head of the table. I'm in the power seat of the table. And to my right is Chris Crummett, then his girlfriend now, you know, now his wife. Um, so my mentor, somebody I truly admired um, and looked up to was to my right to my left was sitting the girl I was trying to impress, who was also a very prominent in the industry. Mm-hmm. And then to the left of the table was all human. The band that I had just finished mixing and, you know, they, they right. loved everything. I was trying to impress them. And at the other end was the future revival team for the label I was about to work for and mm-hmm. help start. Um, and I just remember sitting there and we're talking, we just start officially talking business with everybody. And I'm feeling very sick. <laughs> and it <laughs> happens cornered, very, right? very quickly. You can't get out. No, because I'm seat. sandwiched. I got, yeah, yeah. I got, uh, she will go <laughs> nameless, but she was sitting next to me. And then Crummit and his wife over here, I was, I was boxed in. And I just remember sitting there at the table and it just happened. It just came to me. I was like, oh, oh God, vomit. that moment. Oh, God. And, and then I projectile vomited <gasps> down the table <laughs> in front of everybody. Oh my! Right and, down and, the middle, and then I and then I and then right at that at that point, you know, I was so drunk, I, I didn't, I wasn't equating everything yet, but I, I, I remember knowing this is probably not a good thing. <laughs> and then I blacked out for a while. I came back to, I was in the bathroom and I was cleaning my sleeves off from my jacket, and I don't know how. I, I think basically carried me. I named her. Fuck, you gotta take that bleep out. bleep. Um, but I remember. Like cleaning, uh, she, I think she carried me to the bathroom, and I remember cleaning myself off. I was told later that the owner of the bar came over to the table and said, "Dude, your guy just puked all over the table. Can you help me clean this up?" Did they and kick you out? No, they didn't oh, kick wow. me out. Yeah. I, I don't think so. But anyway, so then I, I remember cleaning myself off, and then I blacked out again. The next thing I know, I came to in the back of my car. It was daylight out in the Fred Meyer parking lot. My car was running. Probably Whoa. because I wanted to keep myself warm. It was kind of it was the winter time, and so you slept there all night. I, I slept. I woke up in the car, and I, somebody was pounding on the window. I look up, and it was her, and she just wanted to make sure I was okay before she left back to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Was she on the bus or something? I don't know. Well, she. I think she was down and visiting. She, oh yeah, she came all the way down from Seattle just to visit me. But I mean, Ooh. where were so you stayed around the venue area in your car? I, somebody somehow I got to my car in the parking lot of the Fred Meyer across the street, and I was sleeping in the back of it. Okay, somehow I, I, I didn't drive why home. She was there, well, she case. she knocked on the window, and that's what woke me up. She wanted to make sure she was I was okay before she life. left back to Seattle. And I it was just kind of I, I don't like, remember what I on? said, but I just remember being really confused Ooh. as to why she was there. And, like, why am I in the back of my car? You, know, you could have gotten a DUI for that? Yeah. No, just yeah. Just having your car, being yeah. in the car with your engine on, oh, yeah. even though you're not driving. No, anymore. I know. Yeah. And then and then I, I blacked out again, probably because I was so drunk. And then the next thing I remember, I was out at my parents' house. Jesus and then I, I remember. Like, Did the puke get all over people? I don't know. I don't, you know. don't know. But um, I, I, yeah. I do remember, that like, a day or two after that, I, I personally like, I called do? everybody, like, feeling horrible and oh. like jesus this is terrible and everybody just laughed at me right <laughs> everybody was like Everyone's totally fine with it, it. 
but yeah, it was just it was the worst experience of my life, and I've never since gotten that intoxicated wow. before. Yeah, well, it's not worth it, man. Anyway, everything ended up working out. You know, I kept thinking of the part in the um, Stand by Me, where they puke. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? The pie scene, or yeah, the pie scene, and that that like triggers someone else to puke, and then they got puked, puking on the lady, puking a purse. No, I just, I, I just remember making these phone calls, being so embarrassed and so ashamed of myself, and then I would call these people, and they just started cracking up laughing. Right, and I was just like, it wasn't funny to me at the time. Now it's funny. Right now it's because at that point because like I was so young in my career I think I was like twenty two or twenty three, mm-hmm. but I, I had viewed you know the revival guys as like this is my foot into the industry and then my mentor who I want yeah. who I want who I looked up to and and then this band that you know I just mixed I wanted to be professional and this lady friend who I was trying to impress, but they all just <laughs> laughed at me, and then like a week or two later it was like nothing happened and I was like what the hell like never <laughs> never again, that never, is never again. fucking hilarious man. Yep. That's anyway. a good story, Neil. That's, that's the most embarrassing moment I've had professionally, for sure. God, that's awesome. <laughs> As I drink beer. <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't know if I I never really got that way when I drank. I mean I get we get super rowdy. That was the first and last time that ever happened to me. I've never that and when I was in college were the only two times I've puked around people mm. from drinking. In fact, I think that are the only two times I've ever puked from drinking. Only takes one or two. Yeah, <laughs> that's all that it took me. Oh God, I, I had. So I, I I wouldn't surprise me if I had a incredible alcohol poisoning that night. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. I like I, when I when I got my because I, I was a dumbass too, and I had my business card at that time because I was filed as a business. And I was writing all this off, so I had all the receipts, and I spent <laughs> like over eight hundred dollars on drinks alone Jesus. that night. Holy! Oh my God. <laughs> How much? Over eight hundred dollars. You were buying other people drinks. I had to have. There's no way I could have consumed eight hundred dollars worth of alcohol. Just balling. Jesus Christ! (laughs) That's a Hawthorne. Entertaining. Yep. Damn. Fuck. Yeah, they're they're not crazy expensive there either. No. (laughs) And I didn't eat that day. That's why that first part of the story. Yeah, you got to eat food, man. You literally could have bought each person that attended that concert a drink. Yep. I might have. You may. <laughs> I may just have. I don't know. Andrew, do you have any currents? <laughs> right. Yeah, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> we'll do some current events. All right, today the uh, Golden State Killer got caught. Oh, I heard about that. I don't. I don't know if I really know what that means. He was like a serial killer. From yeah. The after back? searching for more than forty years, authorities say an ex-cop is the Golden State Killer. <laughs> Whoa. It's, a uh, former California police officer has been identified as the so-called Golden State Killer, believed to have committed called. 12 killings and at least 50 rapes oh my God. across California in the 1970s and 80s. Well, now oh I don't feel so bad. God. Wow. <laughs> he was 72. Yeah. Fuck James, that guy. Yeah, Joseph James D'Ang- D'Angelo. Wow. He probably thought he got away with it. Was arrested. Oh, my God. After investigations matched, they discarded DNA sample from oh. his home to evidence collected mm. at some of the crimes. Oh, my God. Forensics. Right. Powerful forensics. So did it say how – they just caught him, so they don't, they don't have, like, a sentencing yet. Yeah. It was, like, today. I think it broke. So he'll clearly spend the rest of his short life in prison. <laughs> yeah, 72. Yeah, he was, like, on a terror there for, like, a decade. Dude, that is terrible. Ugh. That is so weird fucked man you hear about the um the guy that shot up the waffle place in tennessee yeah, yeah. 
killed four people, right? And Who yeah. are these fucking people? Well, this, this guy was a, like, a, like a nutbag. I think he like said like Taylor Swift was like stalking him and shit like that. I think he was just like that, a, a nutbag. Yeah, probably yeah. was. Oh, by the way, <laughs> oh, she could have been. That happened like five minutes down the street from where Travis lives. Oh. It actually is on the same street that he lives. Yeah, in. totally. Yeah. Now I know that Waffle House. Then that's yep. crazy. Yeah, he's like it's right down the street, man. Like oh. we we go there. Like could have could have been there. Well, Damn. it's a good thing Travis didn't have cravings for waffles. That he day. he texts me. He's like, yeah, he texts me. He's like, I just straight up SWAT style cleared my basement because they said <laughs> the guy was hiding in people's basements somewhere. Oh. Went down there, like cleared the room. Goes down with oh, his bow. Yeah. I'm actually really disappointed. That would have been really cool. What if he was there? Yeah, if Travis was just like, Travis yeah, I found the guy too. <laughs> that would, yeah, that would bring some attention. Good morning. Oh, sure shut up. Oh, cool. That's a random. Good morning. Good morning. I feel like that's what Travis would have said if he would have found the guy. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Near, he, oh, he's nearly states. naked. I didn't know that. When he shot up the yeah, waffle house? Yeah, I did house? hear that, yeah. Y- yeah, that's right. So How old is this guy? A fucking loon. He's like, he doesn't look that old. It's not a picture of him. Mm-hmm. Is like, he an attractive I, man? Is 20, he worthy 29. of Taylor Swift stalking? No. 29. He's just a basic-ass white guy. He's, he's my age? Basic-ass. Mm-hmm. What yeah. am I doing with my life? Looks just like you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not too late. <laughs> it's not too Wait, late. how old was he? 29. 29. Wozers. I think, I think I read somewhere that he used to work at the waffle house. Or something oh. like that. Oh. We could fact check that, but I'm pretty sure um, there was bad blood in between he and the Waffle House crew. Boy, that's some serious stuff. The that's got to be some house. serious to shoot up a Waffle House. Dude, that's got to be some serious. Asshole. They never mix the batter right. <laughs> 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 you stole my secret recipe. <laughs> you know the uh, that crazy bitch that shot up YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Headquarters. Have you seen any oh of her YouTube stuff? Oh my lord! Yeah. She looks like a dude. She's loon. Batshit crazy. <laughs> she's yeah. Her YouTube crazy. channel was yeah. Fucking nutty. Nutto. Nutty. I don't think I just said a word. Both. Nutto. Nuttyo. I think is what I said. I like nutto. Frutangio. I love how this table moves when you move the thing. Mm-hmm. Mike. 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 The mic stand. <laughs> the, uh, you talking to the mic? The, uh, <laughs> the <disaster. laughs> hey, Mike. <laughs> Mike. Uh, you got anything else, Drisky? <laughs> Local Portlandier James McMillan shot up a podcasting yeah. studio when he complained about the table moving. <laughs> couldn't pronounce the word mic. Chop it up. He's talking to his mic. That's all I got. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. What happened in Toronto today? It wasn't. T- you mean the the the, oh, van, the van hitting people? Yes. Wait. What what happened? It happened like the other day. But yeah. Oh well, I just saw something about it today. So what happened? He plowed over like nine attack. people. No more than oh, wow. that. Oh, is it more yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Last I saw, it was nine people dead. Oh wow. really? Yeah. Oh Jesus! But but that was I didn't even know that. that was maybe yesterday, oh. and it's possible that there's more. So it was a van attack. Yeah, some guy just plowed into people. Yeah, just van. went hopped the curb. <gasps> he ten killed people. ten people. Oh, oh no! Yeah, it's nuts. oh one a woman to believe in her nineties. Fuck you! What an asshole. Twenty-five year old Alik Manassian. Faces 10 counts of first-degree murder and 13 counts of attempted Justin, murder. Justin, why would somebody your age plow over a bunch of people <sighs> in a van? You know, I fight the urge daily, but... <laughs> Jesus. Young yeah. and reckless. That's crazy. <laughs> I know. Can you... Jesus. What's the point? That's the weirdest thing about it. Like, you know, are you just that fucking miserable? You just have to inflict pain on yeah, other people? Yeah, I think so. What a weird thing. God 
damn it. That is fucked. Well, I hope he gets raped in the poo hole the rest of his wow. life. Wow. Federal, fuck me in the ass prison. That should be a capital <laughs> like. What's that from, Andrew? Office space. Good man. <laughs> Classic. You know, have we you used to. Space? I have seen Office Space. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't catch the. Time. I didn't catch the. <laughs> that should be capital punishment. You know, we used to like hang people, or we how used you, to. Yeah. How do you feel about capital punishment? I don't like know. Like the death penalty. I don't know. Never Let's get political. About Let's do what it. do you think? Rape, murder. You're out. Well, I was just, I was just saying. I think, I think. Would you? How would you say it? Poop. Poo hole. <laughs> raped in the poo hole. Yeah, rape in the pool hole. I think that would be a, a great form of capital punishment. Yeah, dude. I'd say I'm, I'm because it's like you know when life. you kill somebody, it's really lackluster, right? <laughs> because yeah. you know one, you're Too done. Quick. You know, but but if 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 you were if you knew that you were you know say you're 25 and the rest of your life whether you your 60 80 years yeah. that you're just gonna get raped in the pool hole. Yep. For the rest of your life, every yes. day. That's what I think. That might be more of a deterrent. In all seriousness, yeah. here's how I feel about it. If you killed, if you raped and killed my wife, all bets are off, my man. I'm, yeah. I'm getting you. You're, you're not going to live. I'll find you. <laughs> but I don't think the state should be in charge of killing people. That's my personal. Oh, Ooh, interesting. We're getting real conservative. I think now. as a society, we should be above that. We should be saying, you know, ki- you can't kill someone for killing someone. But I do think that some people should be wiped off the earth. I'm, I, that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> so some of the lawn vigilantes. Yeah, like kind of <laughs> wild <laughs> west hipster style. Yeah. You're talking about wild I'm west. Even shit. more evil than you think. And, and like I'm okay. I don't know. You know, like the Navy SEALs wiping out some. Totally. Lawn. That's clearly that's kind of different. Happen. Interesting. I've never heard that view. I don't know. I think it's a little strange. Yeah. And it's very not Oregon of you. <laughs> what that view? What's not Oregon of me? Just that view. The death penalty? Well, just be, just because of how liberal this this city is, at least oh, Portland. Yeah, to yeah. be yeah to be even close to pro anything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm yeah, very like, um, much, very much pro. Like, if yeah, if you kill somebody or rape somebody, if you rape somebody, it should be castration or death. Oh like, yeah, yeah. You, no question. I feel like how is that? Gone. Yeah, they're gone. You don't. That that is them. a deterrent. Oh, I, I don't see, know. I, I don't know a single guy who would rape Dude, somebody. I agree. Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah, Neil, you're on. right. Like yeah. injecting someone with poison. Like that's come on. This is an easy well, because out, a man. lot of people that commit these crimes usually are suicidal. And but yeah, they, yeah. Death but by so, some like, could straight. argue that they're too big of pansies to do it themselves. So they do right. like murder by cop. But right. you're right, man. Like yeah, if, but if people thought you have to live, but if, you don't have balls. If totally. I rape this chick and I don't get away with it, this is a huge gamble, man. They're going to chop my dick and balls off with a butcher knife because usually totally. why, the, the whole reason why when people are committing these serious crimes in my opinion anyway like they don't really have the self-respect or will to live anyway right that's why they're committing these crimes because right. they're trying to project it on other people mm. so if you force them to live keyword force them to live mm. but you, you take away yeah you take away certain take aspects off. of it yeah take that might away be the more weapon. of a deterrent interesting yeah i don't know man you just don't know. I mean, raping is like the worst thing you could possibly do. Well, we, we used to cut people's hands really? off for robbing, like mm-hmm. stealing stuff. Yeah. yeah. But that's inhumane now. Is it? Well, that's what we've judged. Apparently, I would have lost my hands. <laughs> yeah, right? You just have snubs up to here. Yeah. <laughs> Stole with your elbows. I'm pretty sure in, in Singapore, that that's still the law. You, you lose it? fingers every time you, you steal. 
Wow. Oh, wow. Pretty sure that's true. Good grief. Yeah. Yeah, that's where they They're strict. Shit, oh, yeah. yeah, totally. If you, like, I think uh, spitting gum out onto the ground is huge fine. I know. It's That kind of stuff is so weird because, like, I, I want to go to Singapore because their their cities look amazing. Yeah, totally pristine, like it's pristine really cool, really yeah. clean, and like built in with nature. You know, they have like trees that intertwine with buildings. Yeah, and it's that's like cool. this. It was in Planet Earth too. That's how I know. Oh but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. Yeah, yeah. The city episode. So cool. I love that one. Yeah, man. Like the monkeys, monkeys running through <laughs> <Indian> <laughs> shit. It's so, so cool. Crazy man. Yeah. The, the the birds that live in Manhattan. So amazing. City birds. Yeah. From birth to death generations after generation of these yeah. birds have adapted to manhattan totally and they're just it's thriving their jungle. yeah it's, it's a crazy. jungle yeah but anyway but yeah so it's like these beautiful cities or you know places in the middle east not that everyone in the middle east is bad but there's all these beautiful places i want to visit but then you hear about that kind of shit totally like wait if i get caught with weed i go to prison for life for sure like what yeah then <laughs> what yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it was Ryan Lewis who told me a story one time. I don't want to quote it on here because I can't remember it exactly. I'm not sure if it was him. But there there was an experience he had while flying abroad. I think it was to Singapore mm. where something happened by, completely by chance and unaware to him. But it was like a people were arrested. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you I, have even like your prescribed, say, like pain medication or anxiety medication, like stuff that we're just kind of used to in the, in the West – that yeah you'll get locked like saudi arabia and stuff you'll get locked up for it well i think and again don't 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 quote me on this it's been a while since he told me from but from what i remember it was something to the effect of because there's a lot of civil war going on over there Mm. just walking down the street he had stepped on a bullet like a a spent bullet shell and so when he went through customs to get out of the country they saw it and apparently jail time was involved. Whoa. Yeah, so I don't – I think it was Ryan Lewis. I'm not sure. I've never he heard told him me that say story. that, but he's done a lot of traveling. So yeah. That could be it. Wow. So, But it was something as, as minuscule as just accidentally stepping on a spent right. shell. Right, And then it was stuck in his shoe and he got – I had a uh, – You know that or he was just trying to smuggle shit and he was or lying he was to me. Yeah. trying to start a civil war. Yeah. I had a, a spent casing in my pocket in my backpack once because I, I go shooting yeah. a lot. And I just forgot about it. And we'd made it all the way to PDX. And I'm just a last minute check because I'm, you know, I grew up like, oh, fuck, do I have weed on me? What I have on me? So I checked my pocket one last time. I was like, Jesus, man. Like, I almost went through this shit with that. Yeah. I'm, probably, totally. I'm sure nothing would have happened, but. I have yeah. nightmares about that. Literally. I know. <laughs> literally. Yeah. It's weird, man. Yeah. A friend of ours, I won't say who, but you know this young lady. She uh, got in trouble for, like, theft or something at a, a store, and they had to go to, like, their little court hearing or whatever. And anyway, when she went through, she almost went through, the like, the, the check or whatever, security yeah. check, and she had a bunch of weed in her purse Jeez. and a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> and, and was with her. And she just, like, reprimanded. It's like, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> Man, oh man, oh man. I know yeah. somebody who has successfully smuggled weed to foreign countries and different states. Really? The airport. I know someone that was sending. I've gone through with a nug, but that was like pre 9 11. Right. Post 9 11 is what I'm talking about. Ooh, gangsta. Ooh, wow. That is <laughs> successfully gangster. every time. Really? Yep. Uh, across seat, like international? International and domestically. Jeez, Louise. You know what freaked me out? Same vein, a little different. The, the uh, Austin City bomber. 
Mm-hmm. Did you hear about that recently? Yeah. Like, what was it, a month ago or something? Yeah. I was there right after that. Really? Yeah. Um, Wait, yeah, he this? did like multiple bombings in the city of Austin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what he would do is he would send it via the mail. And like one of the, the people that died, a victim, he was like a father, couple kids, marriage, normal dude. And he just happened to, I think it was sent to his private business or something like that. And just like any of us would do, just like, yeah, oh, just something it. from Amazon. Yeah. Fucking open, <laughs> killed him. Anyway, he, this guy was doing it for like, I don't remember how long, but the police couldn't find him. And they finally tracked him down and they were chasing him over a bridge and he was throwing bombs out the car. It's like Batman. He was like a villain from Batman. Serious. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, his name was Travis say? Ball. His name was Travis <laughs> Ball. <laughs> God. Wouldn't that be fucked if like uh, one of your friends... If you're only like, you knew what I was doing in my spare time. James. Yes. <laughs> Uh, the bombings killed 39-year-old Steve, Stephen House, or Stephen House, and 17-year-old Draylon Mason. Jesus, wow, man. Wow, that's crazy. Right? Travis, stop. You can hear me, just stop. <laughs> Travis, just put it down. <laughs> It'll be okay. Everything's going to be cool, man. It's going to be all right, bro. Stop bombing people, will you? <laughs> Free you test think, mixes. What do you think <laughs> it would do if, like, you're like, you know, another mass shooting happens and you read and it's your buddy or something what the fuck do you do i've thought about that actually yeah that's yeah. fucking weird it's even weird like when you see like mm. someone you used to know and they're like all fucking drugged out yeah, yeah. it's like on the streets and shit like yes. i've had yes. like one person i knew me like, too what the fuck is wrong with or do like you, people that commit suicide yeah that's creep that's do, do you SG. know do you know any people like did you go to gresham high school what high i went school? to barlow barlow do you know any like is Bar- like, because where i grew up malala i mean that's a pretty it's a country it's stereotypical country everybody that goes there usually ends up in a in a dark path but i mean barlow that that's like a they're pretty they're known as a good school aren't they yeah yeah it's nicknamed cow pie high oh and <laughs> okay. it's like yeah country boys lots of drinking yeah um Small yeah yeah exactly so how like many people same. in that well first of all how many people 2000 in the Two, school? 2,000 or 3,000, yeah. Oh, that's not that small. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a decent, like, 6A. Isn't that what it is? Yeah, 6A school. Oh, wow. 6A? Okay. Right? Yeah, so mine, mine, mine was a 4A. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. So, mm. yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's just I mean, the size It depends on, yeah, mm. how many. Yes. It's the size of the high school. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but so, yeah, it was sizable. Do you have any friends? Because you, I mean, rem- remembering... When I met you, you you knew a lot of like good people. Like you yeah. were surrounded by good people. Did, yeah. you, did you go to school with anybody? You don't have to name them, obviously. For sure. That like just ended up not doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Um, there's not like none. I mean, I don't keep in contact with anybody from high school aside from, I'd say maybe five people. And I have Facebook, but I hate Facebook with a fiery passion, and I don't go on it. Right. So like I. Yeah, I don't even know. Um, That's weird how common that is for most people. Like, you don't keep touch with a lot of peace, people from high school. There's, like, one or two, but they're successful. You know, they're, they're married now. They have children. They're doing good things. But I, I constantly, because, you know, when I, whenever I go out to my parents' house, it's a small town, and they hear all the, right. yeah. you know, whatever. Um, I, I'm so surprised about all the people I used to associate with that are doing terrible things now mm. and the sort of problems they're getting into yeah and it makes me realize just how easily i could have gone down that path totally 
And so it's, it, I'm just always curious to know, like, you know, what, what other people's experience with their earlier life was because, yeah. Cause I, I look back, like there's a old friend of mine that now has like a heroin problem legitimately. And he's running from the law. He's not allowed to own guns kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, a lot of other people who like their whole life still revolves around the high school times when yeah, things were good and they totally. were popular and they still like now there's like this one bar in Malala that ev- everybody goes to. Totally. And there's like, that in Gresham too. There's that exact. Same yeah. Yeah. Bar. Okay. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so on occasion for fun, sometimes when I'm out at my parents' house and I'm hanging out with some, some people who I, I enjoy hanging out with just catching up. Well, for fun, go to that bar and just people watch the people we used <laughs> totally. to know. Yeah. It's really sad, but, you know, but we, you know, we're, we're nice. We talk and, you know, like they're always complaining about something and how something never went their way or how <laughs> they can't weird? do this because of this, or yeah. they can't do this because of that. And it's, it, when we, we talk to them and we try to, you know, do things, but I don't, I don't yeah. know. It's just interesting to me. It's funny with how this is like somewhat of a tangent, but it's funny how some people, you know, you haven't seen them for years. I ran into somebody at the store the other day at Fred Meyer and the first I was like, hey, man, how are you doing? The ver- for what he led with was, oh, I just had gallbladder surgery. Wow. Yes. I didn't know it. Just, I, I just kind of chuckled. That's kind of a rhetorical like, question. Just saying hi. Yeah. How you to- doing? Totally. I really want to know. Totally. Yeah. Just like, all right. People that do that are, I mean, I guess I do that too. But d- yeah, especially it's pretty stuff dramatic. Like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Jesus, man. <laughs> totally. I haven't seen you in like five okay. years. <laughs> oh. Weird. Well, like th- there was when I, on one of my flights to, to, so I, when I was living in Raleigh, I was flying back to Portland, and then obviously I had a flight back to Raleigh. On the flight from Raleigh to Portland, I met somebody that I kind of grew up with. I didn't go to the same high school, but it was just like a after like 20 years, it's like, oh, how you doing? And the whole I actually sat next to him, and we had this like the whole flight to Portland was just positive, like you know, like oh, that's so great to hear, like that's so lovely, like mm-hmm. it's like oh, you're married now, and it's like yeah, I'm really happy with my life. Uh, everything was super positive, and it was really great. And then on the way back to Raleigh, I actually sat next to somebody who I also knew. The odds of this are just insane. Yeah. Um, wow. But it was the exact opposite, who led with what, – what did he lead with? It's like, dude, I recognize you. Like, um, Life is terrible. Well, he's like, yeah, my wife just divorced me is what he, mm. and he started with. And I was like, oh, what happened? And the whole eight-hour flight oh, was just Jesus. F wow. this, F that. The, the world sucks, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like it was one of those moments where it made me realize just like the dichotomy between perspective. Yeah, yeah mindset. Mindset. Yep. Huge. It's everything. Yeah. everything. It's everything. Beca- because I was, sitting, I, I, like, I was sitting there listening to this negative guy, and I, I just remember like it's like, well, if, if you had a – he was telling me story by story about what happened. I was like, well, you, you chose to look at it that way. Mm-hmm. But in my head, I was like, if you looked at it like that right. as a learning experience, like it was right. just, it was, it was it just an eye opener because I also realized that I did the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was a pessimist for a long time. Mm-hmm. I, I did struggled this week. with I mean, it's alcohol not and stuff. The same and, thing, but, yeah. but I, I had, I had a lot of dental work as of late. Mm. Um, and like I had a root canal the other day and then I had this fucking, thing yesterday just awful yeah but i was thinking about and i was like i was like god damn it to sit in this chair for another hour and a half it's it sucks they're like grinding my tooth and my head feeling seriously it's just not fun right but i had this moment where i was like what the fuck are you complaining about i the night before i'd watched this vice thing on syria and you know 
People don't even have water there right now. Yeah. And they, they don't and have access your to teeth dental care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like people would be clawing their way to get access to dental care. Totally. People would literally kill each other to get Western medicine. Yeah. And I'm first world like, problems. Me. You don't yeah. want to sit in this for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's just that, like poof, poof. Those those two plane rides for me happening back to back is what really started to make me realize that okay you need to get your yeah. shit together. Mm. Yep. Like perspective, man. It was you know I don't I don't know how I feel about like things happening for a reason kind of thing, but that it was definitely well, it's like you you talked to me about it the other day and you kind of set me in my place. You're like, you know, again it's not like things don't happen for reasons so much as you start putting out that energy and the world will will respond. Right. Yep. So if you know, like, this is my goal, and I'm just going to get to this place. I'm, I'm envisioning that. This mm-hmm. is what I, I see myself there. This is what it looks like. I feel that. I taste it. And then before you know it, like things start responding. Because you're in such, because you. you're in such, and since you're like one of the most positive people I know, Justin. <laughs> so it's like I'm sure. And this, this is something. This is something that is just now at 29. I think it started when I was 28. Started realizing this kind of stuff. Um. Well, no, 26, 27. Anyway. But yeah, it's like when when you're in a good spot in your head, like all the little shit that used to annoy you and bug you and make you want to kill people, so to speak. No, um, that doesn't seem as bad anymore. Yeah, Be- because like you're in a good spot. You know what you're doing. You know yep. where you're going. Well, you've been there, done and that. You, you take these. It. Like, what was the analogy I made? It was um, with the when we were talking on the phone. It's it, the problems never go away. It's just the quality of problem. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah, so it's, you know, before it was, you know, in your case, Justin, it was like, how do I get people in the door? Yeah. You know, and, but now it's like, okay, how do I schedule all these people? Right. Yeah, now no, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah, for sure. Pro- problems never go away, it's just the quality of problems. And the stress so is just true. as equivalent. It you is. Know? It really it is. is. Success doesn't bring peace necessarily. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, there's several the people in the world that are miserable, but they're billionaires. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, I still struggle with this. We I'm break down the very important topics here on the stateside podcast like how tall are camels and castration <laughs> let's do a couple would you rathers i have a few to lead off the, the segment Turkish, Turkish. y'all ready mm-hmm. y'all ready for this i'll try to think of some rapid fire for him too I don't yeah think of some rapids <clears throat> all right would you rather on the stateside podcast oh <laughs> did you get those bumps i sent you uh yeah they're yeah. out of they're so I can't wait to listen to ridiculous. Oh, you haven't listened to no, it? No, no. I'm Been... sorry ahead of time. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm <laughs> by myself in, in my living room. I was high on laughing gas get, after my root canal. Get was... weird. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's just picture me alone in my living room. Right, there you go. All right. Would you rather be transported permanently 500 years into the future or 500 years into the past? Mm, 500 years. I've asked this kind of question a lot, but I'm obsessed with this type of thing. Ugh, living in the winter. 1500s would suck. 500 yeah. <laughs> years plus or minus. What do you got? See, but the future would suck too. What if the world's not even there? What happens then? Yeah, Just I mean, darkness. What if, right. <laughs> oh. I'm, personally, I'm going to have to go to the future because you just said it. 1500 would suck. That life, holy. Moly. You get hanged for being a witch. Dude, you die from yeah. But here's the thing: knowing what cavity. I know now, living in the 1500s, I feel like I would be a god. <laughs> <laughs> I really would. Why okay, is this? Neil, so I that's a, that's actually an interesting perspective. I could invent the iPhone. 
Well, I could no. invent the stock market. How could you invent the iPhone? <laughs> I'd figure it out. I know what they do. Have you ever heard that Joe Rogan bit where he's like, we don't know how we think we've done all this. You haven't uh, done anything. <laughs> he's like, I'll prove it to you. If I put you out in the middle, the middle of the forest, naked with an axe, how long would it take you to send an email? Totally. Well, here's yeah, the thing. That's a great point. Like, you're so, not sending but any But 500 email. years <laughs> yeah. even if I didn't do it, I could be like a Nostradamus. I could write it all down. Oh, I see. Because you have and the knowledge I'd, of and today. I, and then I'd Is that what you're saying? Forever, yeah. Yeah. Oh, if, yeah, if, yeah, if yeah, I couldn't, yeah, yeah. If I couldn't figure out how to make an actual yeah. iPhone, mm, I could true. write down these ideas and like, you know, these, co- these, yeah, Good these point. conceived that's ideas. That is interesting. I'd get laid so much. But you could also be successful in the future, (laughs) just like Back to the Future. No, I couldn't because I'd be archaic at that No, you could bet on, like, the World Series and shit. You'd you'd know. If I was in the future? Oh, wait, no. Oh, no, you're talking about living in the past. (laughs) I don't know how to do math. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. You could bet in jousting. If you go go back and and scrolls, you know. I predict that King Arthur will be buried in a parking lot in London. You guys heard about that, right? No. Oh. No, that... Was it King Arthur the Third or whatever? The infamous hunchback king of England was actually they they didn't they they didn't know what happened to him. Weird. And uh, they they couldn't figure it out. They didn't even know if he actually existed. But he was found underneath a parking lot in London. That is nuts. Mm. Jesus. This happened early two thousands, I think. Wait, I back to my. Isn't that what happens in Back to the Future? Doesn't he have the sports almanac? Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm trying yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say in the future. Right. Right, like you. You bet that the Cubs win in 2000. Yeah, the sports facts. For sure. That's it, guys. I just want to <laughs> <laughs> Not crazy. So, Justin, what's your, what's your, what have you deduced? What is your. Final oh, what answer? would I rather do? Yeah. I would go back to the 1500s. Really? Now that yeah, I yeah. Okay. The, the, the future, the, yeah, the future I dread. I, I don't know. I don't. It's not looking good. It's just not looking good. Robots that you can't you be optimist. pushed down. I am, oh, an opt- yeah. I am an optimist. In, in our lifetime, things will be fine. Mm. But like, See, that's the problem, the though. Whole... That's what everybody has thought for generation after generation. See, yeah, no, and, and that's true. Yeah. It's true, but yeah, I don't when know. You hear the whole like dystopian, intelligent pe- Elon Musk, Sam Harris, these people who are wildly brilliant people. Yeah. When they talk about AI, and totally, it's so scary, dude. It's the worst. <laughs> it's so fucking scary. Why would you create? I, I just don't understand the so the terrifying. like. How is that legal? I'm I and I'm like on the libertarian side of things. So I don't, I don't like laws uh, necessarily, but freedom. Um, I'd rather be free than safe. That's, yeah. That's yeah. I totally agree with that. But with that being said, have you watched iRobot or like, have you watched any I know. classic robot movie? I know. Terminator two. Okay. Yeah. 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 That, that's the more obvious one. Skynet. But that's Google. Dear, Facebook. Yeah, exactly. See, here's, here's, here's what I'm thinking. If I, I, I think to answer the question, Ultimately, I would want to go into the future, and here's why. Because if I went to the past, sure, I could be a badass, and I'd probably get laid a lot. <laughs> but no I love if you did. No, no one thought that was funny. Anyway, so, <laughs> but what I what I would, and I actually spent an entire twelve hour day one time just laying in bed thinking about this exact question. Mm. It was it was a dark day for me. Um, but anyway, so I thought about it, and if okay, so if I went into the future far enough to where the robot thing had happened, yeah. but we had learned to deal with it and mm. things were normal again. I would want to go to the future just because I want to see where shit ends up. I want to know yeah, what could have happened, where it could have, like, I, I just want to know. But then oh, I would no. also, I also realized that I would be incredibly miserable 
because one, chances are I would probably speak a foreign language from these people. Mm. Two, mm. even Chinese, if even if Mandarin. somebody did speak English and could translate for me, I wouldn't have any friends, no family. The culture would be completely different. I would have nothing in common with anybody. I would be completely, even though I would know the secrets of the future and like see where everything ended up and be amazed by it mm. and the beauty of it. You know, probably you know, like space travel to different dimensions even and be able to see things that would boggle my mind, but I couldn't share them with anybody. Mm. Yeah. So I would be completely But the isolation thing would be the same on either end. If you go back in the past, no one that you know is going to be there either. That's true. But see, here's the difference in my mind. When you go to the past, you know what happened. I could adapt. That's true. Because I knew, I know what happened. I know, I have a a grasp of the past and Mm -hmm. I have, you know, a, a conception of it. But See, in the future, I would have zero. Yeah. I would intelligent have absolutely people. zero. Digging deep. Yep. We are very intelligent people on this podcast. <laughs> what about you, Andrew? What would you do? Not going to the past. My lips are too big and I'm too tan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you are <laughs> absolutely <laughs> right. Fucking Amistad. Dude, it's the, the, <laughs> it's the Louis C.K. bit. He's like, I'm not saying white people are better. I'm saying being white is clearly better. <laughs> you can go to any time in history and it's just the white man is the number one person. Well, Take you know what you should do? Future, you man. I hang you out should, some cyborgs and shit. Oh, you yeah, should I mean, go back to the 70s <laughs> when Dubai was just starting. That's what you should do. Yeah, in the 70s. Right when the pearl trade was starting to end and the whole oil thing was starting to happen. <laughs> oh, you get some of that oil money, man? Yeah, mm, bro. Exactly. Based around Hollywood and a fucking... Because the, the native the, the native people of Dubai get pensions. So they get their whole lives paid for. Jesus know? Christ. And and they get set they get set up in the nice houses. See what, what's cool about Dubai, I Dubai is a passion of mine. I want to go so bad. Anyway, so what what they do in Dubai is the native people, because they are like the founding blood of the nation and they like mind the the pearl trade was the big thing in dubai before they discovered oil and because they ba- like their their seed as the natives and the you know like the people who got everything started the government takes care of them and the western business just kind of piles in piles in so for example if you're a foreigner in dubai you get you are only allowed so much alcohol per hmm. month you get alcohol tickets and it depending on your in your status of the social I thought alcohol was illegal there no, oh. it's 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 legal, but because they had to adapt to Western society. But so there's a, like depending on how much money you make and your rank in society d- d- determines how much alcohol you're allowed every month. Weird. So yeah, like the, so the, the native people can drink all they want. But if you're a foreigner, you have like a you, you can only you're only allowed so many. Interesting. Yeah. Some things. Huh. Weird. But they take care of their native like to the point that it's it's crazy to us. I have another would you rather, real quick. Sorry, I was going off on tangents. That's okay. <laughs> I like your Dubai tangent. All right, would you rather, this one's so stupid. <laughs> would you rather have hands that kept growing as you got older or feet that kept growing as you got older? Mm. Feet. I'm just going to hop in and mm. say that. Hmm. Why Why feet? Feet. Hmm. I I foresee that being less problematic. With, with, with what I do, I need... I have actually particularly small hands, so maybe the hand growth thing me wouldn't too. be too bad. But um, my wife gives me so much shit for my hands. It's like, <laughs> really? Yeah, dude. Bigger than mine. Oh yeah, you have really small dude, hands. You, Dang. I guarantee you, everybody in this room has bigger hands than I do. There's no way I do. It's not possible. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty small hand. hand. I mean, I All right, it's going down. I have little kitten paws. Gotcha. Hands See? off. Oh wow. See? <laughs> All right. Out of this world. Wow. 
Yeah, they're little that's child crazy. hands. <laughs> little elfling hands. Elfling. Oh, mine are actually a little bit, a little bit. Okay, my so pinky is maybe a little longer. Yeah, your pinky is longer, but my middle and yeah, and yeah, and your thumb. Interesting. Okay, we're equal. That's weird. What about you? I think. Yeah, I guess hands would be nope, ridiculous because if you have <laughs> yeah, your dexterity is 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 gonna be minuscule. You can't do anything. Yeah, you can't do shit. Yeah, you can't, do can't shit. wipe your ass. Just can't wipe your <laughs> yeah, ass. literally. <laughs> High fiving your friends would be a nightmare. You'd be like, no, dude. <laughs> Please. We've talked about this. Get driving yeah. driving a car with big feet though that's that's the that one snag in my head. Mm. So you'd have to get some sort of custom. Well, you could drive like a semi truck. Yeah, I mean, how uh, – see, this question's a little vague because you got to know, like, how much? what's the proportion? Like, as you grow taller, does your feet get equally in – like, are we yeah, talking it, you have, like – like Sideshow Bob or something? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Size 48 shoes Exactly. <laughs> Dude, so, what does Shaq have? He has, like – Something ridiculous, like, right? It, yeah, every time I hear the number, I'm like, you're lying <laughs> There's no me. way. Yeah, it's um, Shaq – Size shoes. Let's see. Just hit all. 22. 22. That is outrageous. Over double my foot. <laughs> He's 7'1", 326 pounds with size 22 shoes. What a monster. Right? And that is a giant. Shaq should be illegal. <laughs> yeah, He's dude. a weapon of mass destruction. Dude, he is a branding machine. Seriously. Yeah. The uh, Vice Sports just or not Vice, uh, HBO Sports. They did a thing on him. Yeah, and like he has, I mean, he has his own company where it's just Shack Marketing. Right, right. I've heard of that. He's a multi-millionaire just off that. Yeah, brilliant. And he gets like, um, you know, like Ring dot com, that mm-hmm. security door thing. Yeah, I have that at the studio. Yeah, he he was like a brand ambassador of that, but then he got a piece of their like, so he gets like royalty money off gotcha. licensing. Yeah, nice. And yeah, he does he... that with like twenty-five different companies. Oh, that man, that's really He's smart. a beast. Yeah, he was in the video that helped me install that. <laughs> really? Yeah. He, Hi, I'm Shaq. The guy is like, uh, he, he like puts a guy on his shoulders to, to, <laughs> to go up and install the camera. Oh, I thought he was going to be the thief in the video. Uh, <laughs> that's super racist, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I'm like sorry, a, Justin. Like I a ski mask on or something. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> So you have I want a one of those come back. I do. Yeah, it's freaking awesome. <laughs> I have one at the driveway of the studio and at the door of the studio. So So it actually pings your phone, it right? Pings my phone every time somebody moves. So oh, and yesterday cool. was a windy day, so my phone was just like because of shadows, which was that was the first time that that's been a so problem. So when I was outside mm-hmm. smoking but, at your house, you were probably getting pinged 400 times. Yeah, that does happen. But that's okay. I mean, I'd rather know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, I was meeting with a potential client last night. And it's I used to have to, like, look out the window, like, go through a room, look out the window, and be a creep. You know, like the, the guy in the tower looking outside, who's there? <laughs> and, um, yeah, now it's like my phone buzzes. I see driveway and garage. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's, that's awesome. for me, you know? Yeah, I kind of want one of those. Right, and they're, they're cheap. They're like... uh. If you buy two, they're like 160 bucks a piece. Okay. And so, and then it comes with a free app. So you just you just open the app. You can do everything there. You have to do a subscription if you want the cameras to record every time there's motion. So they how give, much does that cost? I don't know, but I'm gonna do it. it mm. The the subscription just ran out because I got them like a month and a half ago. Mm. Um, and they give you a free month, but it's cool. 
Because yeah, yeah anytime know. something moves, so you're like, oh, if you don't have the subscription, that? when does it record then? It doesn't record, but you you open up your phone, it pings your phone, oh. but you open it and it's just a live feed at that point. Gotcha. Yeah, which is still valuable, but yeah. having the recording like kind of a that part. that yeah. There's if somebody a, comes and steals yeah. stuff, but I'm in like another country or something, and yeah. I'm asleep, that's not very helpful. I have a few like um, there you know like those. Uh, wilderness cameras that people oh yeah trail cam yeah totally there you go i have a few of those in my my yard strategically placed but that's different that's sick yeah it doesn't ping my phone or anything right that's that's like a lot cheaper than a big security system oh yeah to get one of those installed like the old school like you have the fucking astronomical yeah outrageous yeah yeah so i think i was just over 300 bucks and then i paid somebody to install it because they had to run power and stuff so it was it was still easily under a grand. Right. Uh, it was yeah, hmm. worth every penny. Because I, I your worry. Studio. Yeah, I Jesus. really worry about that. Yeah, for shizzy. It's like that and fires. Fires like my worst oh, nightmare. Yeah. Do you have good insurance? Yeah. That, that's yeah. Okay, good. But still, just like to think of that. Oh yeah, I know. Like console just bursts into flames oh. and then like the whole built the floor falls out. I just I dream of that too. <laughs> How do you guys do like your file saving? Is it all hard drive or do you do cloud stuff as well? A That's bit a of great question. Well, for projects? Yeah. Or just like all the stuff you work on? I, yeah, I, I just have hard drives. So if there was a fire, a whole record would be gone? What I should do is I have different. So I've always wondered this. So double it. So what I, what I should be doing, what they tell me in school, is you have your hard drive that you back up everything on, you know, that you keep in the studio, but then you have a, a separate location where Somewhere you keep else. other hard drives. Right. But I don't do that. What do you do? That is what I do. Um, So I have a I have a a write like a record drive that I do all of my work off of, and then I back up to an SSD that I delete projects that I have finished, and so I kind of clean it out. And then the current stuff on this only current stuff. Um, What I need to do is start doing Dropbox too, because I have the Dropbox Pro. I have money, right? Yeah, it's like a hundred bucks a year though for a terabyte. Mm. Wow. And so like. I, You'll never. Yeah, I have so much crap on my Dropbox, and I haven't even made a dent. So, I need to start doing that because losing a record would really suck. Hmm. I cannot imagine that. There's plenty of horror stories. But. All those, all that stuff is so weird. And like Dropbox, and you need the cloud-based stuff. Yeah. Or even Netflix. Yeah. Spot all that stuff. It's all. And this is gonna sound so stupid because I'm this dumb. I think of it as like. I, I always forget that there's actual buildings with tons of servers. Like hard drives. Yeah, hard, totally. It's, it's still a physical it's true. thing no, at the James, end of the trail. James, it's, it's wizard magic. <laughs> it's wizard magic. It's in the clouds. That's, that's, I, why, that's why it's so dumb, That's clouds. what I was saying. Cloudy like, and rainy here. When you fly in an yeah. airplane, all those white things, those <laughs> that's, are, that's, those, that's data. That's my mix. <laughs> that's yeah, right that's, there. It's his mix. It's, it's, oh, wow. all, it's all my porn. It's... That's why they call the cloud. Yeah. It's wild. Wild, wild, wild. Hard drives get expensive, dude. Not so much anymore. Yeah. Not anymore, but still, dude. I feel like yeah. every every half year I'm shelling out a couple hundred. Yeah. Maybe we should talk. Yeah. yeah. Did you have any rapid? I have nothing for him, just so you know. It's not really a rapid. It's more of a philosophical since we've been on that mode. Ooh. So if, if you were to – so if you were to die, you know, disregard any 
past, like whatever you believe happens in the afterlife. But let's say let's say you died and you had one last wish that involved the material world as we know it. You had you only had one wish and it was guaranteed to be granted to you. What would your one wish be? It could involve you. It could involve somebody else. It could involve mm. the the world as a general whole. So you're. So- let me say it again. You're about to die. You've died. And oh, you're, you have And you're died. being granted one wish before you move on to whatever plane you believe exists. Yeah. If there is one. If and you, if something – okay. You, you, have, you have one wish before you die. So basically it's like your final, your final words, totally. so to speak. That's an interesting question. So since I have died, my, the first thing – and this is how practical I am. The first thing that popped in my head was like, fuck, life wait, insurance. Wait, 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 wait. Back, <laughs> life insurance back, wait, back up you have died is that what you said that's what he said You're so like, so oh, you sorry. died and now i'm a ghost you did really die yeah in so, life. so let like, me, I let me before, skipped over that part let, uh, me, <laughs> let me put it into a context let's let's you know Again, whatever anybody believes in, but let's say you die in a car. You're, you're, you're at the gates, right? Yes. You're at the gates, and you're talking to whoever you're talking to, and they say you have one wish before you enter these gates, and yeah, you have yeah, nothing yeah. to do with the with the material world as you knew it. So yeah. this what is a wish be? that something that's going to affect the earth. Yep. Back, but you're not going to even be a part of it, right? Nope. Oh, okay. you wouldn't be a part of it because the the number unless one... that was part of your wish. So I mean, you can't oh, just okay. wish to get Easy. a quick BJ at the gates. You could if that's through. what you really okay, wanted. Okay, yeah. okay. I don't know how that would go. <laughs> right. right in front of God. Angelic blowjob. Mm-hmm. You're about to never see the material world again. Right. What I do you, would. What do you wish that I would, you know is going to come true 100. percent For sure. Yep. I would hands down have like a sit down conversation with my wife and just kind of like take her yeah. through because she like one last. Oh my gosh, it would destroy her. It that's like my worst fear, and she talks about it all the time too, mm. but. I mean, I do, it's not like I do everything, but it's like, I do all the bills. I do everything. Right, and I, right. like, I watched the aftermath of my dad and that was like a whole mess. And that yeah. it's like, dude, when you're, when you're grieving somebody, the, the world doesn't stop. Taxes no, don't I stop. Know. And like, uh, bills, all of that stuff. And if you don't have passwords, if you don't have all of this, literally bad, just keeps going on. Yeah. You're screwed. And so the, the main thing I'd want to do is just like, it's going to be okay. Yeah, Hunter, everything's fine. Yep. Things are going to be fine. This is what to do. I love you. Yeah, you're good to go. Yeah, totally. I th- I was going to say something similar. Like yeah. I would want to just ah, make sure that my family is good to go. For sure. Like, yeah. set, up, set up to be okay. Yeah. You know what's funny? This is going to sound super cold. My wife, she would be heartbroken, devastated too. No doubt about it. She'd be fine. But she'd be, she'd be fine. <laughs> that, uh, that's what I'm saying. She'd be yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, she's a badass broad. Yeah, that's she cool. She fuck around. For I sure. I mean, she'd be, again, she'd be super sad, but like would she, over time. Would she, James? She'd move on. Yeah, totally. You sure about that? That's no, good. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. It's healthy. It is healthy. That was a bad joke. And it's also, I mean, we've been together for so long. Yeah. We're, How long have you, yeah. Uh, so we got married in 2010, but we were together for over eight years prior to that oh wow yeah so we're so approaching a time. time where it's like we've been together almost longer than we haven't yeah you for know, sure al- almost half our lives but that's awesome yeah. man i mean i started dating her when i was 18 oh okay i'm turning 35 in july yeah congrats that's yeah, huge. a long time man yeah and we had like a couple breaks there you know yeah young person stuff yeah for sure yes indeed nice you spend a life with someone that's the weirdest thing man like People, <laughs> when people say marriage is hard, they don't know why. Like, 
I didn't know why people used to say. Oh yeah, that stuff means nothing at the time. Nothing. When people are telling you, it means that. nothing to me. <laughs> well, what I mean, what what's hard about it is what's also what's so great about it. Totally. At the exact same time. Absolutely. It's that you're literally sharing your life with someone. For sure. Every day. Everything. Everything. Yeah. That day, commitment every is everything. Yep. It's crazy. You're sharing your house. You're sharing your bills. You're sharing your your diseases succeed you know six when <laughs> your ups your downs your yeah diseases everything yeah <laughs> it's yeah. fucked it is crazy what would you be your dying wish so Andrew? my dying wish yep uh if it's possible i guess like less suffering or something i don't know <laughs> less take suffering. it easy <laughs> on <Okay>. me <laughs> <laughs> for the world yeah for the world whatever right uh, oh, I see. I, I don't see. think I have anything personal. I thought you meant less suffering for yourself. Like, take it easy. On mm-hmm. you. Oh, not for me. <laughs> I'm already fucking dead. <laughs> I'm out of here, bitches. Quick burrito. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Burrito. I don't know. World peace, whatever the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> Be peaceful, motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> it's so fucked. My mine's actually pretty selfish. What is it? Well, I, I'm not married. You know, I don't have any prospects of that and by, by the time i die my all of my older relatives are going to be dead as well and i'm going to be seeing them in a moment so my my mind goes to well i want to fast forward to just shy of a few years before the world blows up or ends or whatever and i want to see how far we got <laughs> so take me down for like 24 hours and just i just want to see and comprehend all of the fascinating things nice that we mm. had, we had Just achieved get a glimpse before it all ends. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I know how it all ends and where it all went. And what how we far it goes. Out. That's pretty. Figure awesome. out a lot of the yeah. mysteries that we That's don't know anything one. about. That's cool. Yeah, I wonder that often. How far does this go? Because <laughs> it hasn't been that long. Nope. Yeah. Not really. No. Not only have we humans been here that long, but America, <laughs> the baby, he's yeah. been here for like a beep. That's yeah. it. Just beep. Hey, Israel is younger. Yeah, I, I think, guess it right? is, right? Israel? They're younger. As a state. As a yeah. state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Totally. They're yeah. much older as a... For sure. As Yeah, a, as, yeah their history goes way back, Jerusalem. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I saw this, like, sped up history of Israel, not the state, but Israel, the, mm-hmm. the geographical area. Yeah. And, like, all the warring and who took over who. It was... It's almost comical. Yeah, mind-blowing. Yeah, it's like the Babylonians, then the Greeks, and then the Athens came, and then these came, and then the British came, and then this, and then it's like, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ, man. Then this civil war, and then the peace treaty, and then another civil war, and then this happened. Like, Yeah, it's really sad. Ugh, that such whole a small area, area too. Is, Yeah, totally. That whole area has so much conflict. So, oh, my God. I hope we see the end of it. I don't think it's, it's happening crazy. anytime soon. Man. I know. The only time I think we'll see the end of it is if the human race decides it's no longer a holy place. Right. Mm. As a whole. It's because I mean, if it's a holy place, it's going to be fought over. That's right. It doesn't yeah. matter. That's true. I know. Yeah. That's the problem with a lot of theology. Yep. The only other holy place I know is my bathroom. Yep. Mm. Dicks and farts. That's how we should end this. The only other yeah. place that is not fought over. <laughs> Reel it in. I should. I should say. Your butthole? No, the bathroom. It's not fought over. No, it's not. Why? Don't you live? Oh, you have enough. We live in peace. I yeah. have one bathroom, bro. We fought over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, that's the other thing. When you're with someone forever, have you ever watched your wife poop? I'll say that. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, for sure. That's I don't. Point. I don't let the opposite happen. Even though she'll yeah, she'll either. walk in on me, yeah. and I'm like, hey, get out, get the fuck. <laughs> <out of here." laughs> and she gets mad that I'm on my phone. Yeah. 
Like, what else am I going to do? How do you not go on your phone? I'm not yeah. going to sit and just think. Uh, well, that <laughs> sounds so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped myself. But seriously, I, yeah. I can answer comments on Instagram. Oh, yeah, I can answer texts. I'm going to be so productive. I know. That's my office. Yeah. Yeah. She goes in for 35 <laughs> seconds and she comes out. I'm done. <laughs> Dude, what? Yeah, that's actually the same. Yeah. You just poop out potpourri. What happened? I know. It must be nice. It's a whole. I'm like giving birth. Half my <laughs> life is spent in there. Half my life, yeah. See, I, I'm, I'm quick. I don't get that. I don't, I like, I think the longest time I've ever spent means. sitting on a toilet was probably like three or four minutes. Really? Yeah. Talking about how? <laughs> I didn't get out. That's just what happens. I do. What? Like, I don't like with the with the amount of time I take. I can barely sit down. I I, I open up my stock market app and I look at. Like, oh, okay, all my stocks are doing this, and then I'm done. Wow. Like, yeah, this is quick as I go. I, I am wildly unhealthy, and that's why. <laughs> It's a fight in there, huh? It's a fight. <laughs> it's, again, the Louis C.K. bit. He's always 45-minute window from either just taking a shit or needing to take a shit. That's just my whole life. I'm just sort of like either emergency or it's not at all. Like, That's great. It's wild. I'm on a regimented schedule, man. Good. It's good. You, man. A lot Dude, of how it's supposed to be. Yeah. It? yeah. Do you do you but take care of business in the seven, morning? Seven seven because I wake up at like five thirty or five forty five every morning because I'm really? at I'm at the studio by seven fifteen. Good for you. And Good it's like you. seven seven a.m. clockwork. Boom done. Done done done. Now I can mix. <laughs> yeah. So you drive. You're you don't live in the same. Yeah yeah. I live uh, I live separate. I live like ten minutes away. Do you like it that way? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot I imagine. I know. Me living a healthy lifestyle that way. I know. I'm starting to question that. mine as well. For sure. You never leave and like. Yeah. I leave my eye lock and like all of my crap there. Right. Uh, Come home. Ninety nine percent of the time. Right. I saw like this last weekend. I work from home because my wife had to work. But like, yeah. I, I need to not be able to physically work. Like if I can't, if I don't have my eye lock, I can't, I can't do anything. I can email. Yeah. But, and so that, that is a thing, but. It's very healthy. Yeah. Very. Wow. So when you get there that early, how, I mean, how long are you working at studio when you go home? Yeah. I work seven to five. So, um, I know it's crazy. Dude, that is unre- I don't even know anyone that does that. Really? No, not really. I mean. Not really. No, I mean, actually, no, I don't. I don't know any of the producers and mix engineers personally in my world that are that regimented. Wow. Like seven to five. Nine yeah. Months. Yeah. I don't know. I really like Unless it Unless like they're that. like a staff engineer at some Totally. That's totally. different. But. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you, Neil? Do you know anyone like that? I mean, sometimes I do it. If I'm in the middle of a project, I'll pull regimented days. But yeah. if I'm just mixing, I'm a little more loose with it usually. I usually try to start by like eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I think it's different. Like if you're mixing, you can do that. Yeah, for sure. If you're sure. producing or engineering, it's then all better sure. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so yeah, I usually have bands show up at nine, so it it helps me too just to get there two hours ahead of time. I can set up mics if so I have to. So you tell bands this is their window of time you can work. Yeah, nine to We're five. We're not going after five. Yeah, that is like very Good strict. For you, man. Yeah, I I just very strict. yeah. You it's, need a life. I need a life, and my you need yeah a my my and... wife yeah. Yep. Yeah. Boom. And I, I make, I incredible. like to cook. So I cook dinner almost every night. I always wonder about Crummit. I mean, he's really hard to meet up with. He's really hard to get on the phone. And it's because he doesn't do that. I mean, he's like going till one in the morning, two yeah, in the morning. It's totally. just like all hours of the day. But he also has bands from all around the world. Totally. I know. So a band from Australia comes in 
they want that time. Yeah. They're at seven to five. They're for like, sure. what the fuck? We came across the world. Yeah. We're for supposed sure. to be after five. Yeah. Got some bass tracks to do, bro. Totally. Yeah. That's <laughs> when you have know. to have an assistant. So you, your studio can go 24-7 yeah, or something like that. But Agreed. I couldn't do it. After eight hours or nine hours of pretty sound, I'm you're freaking dried. done. You're done. Yeah, yeah. Nothing good is going to come after no. that. No. And the drummer's hands are shredded anyways. Well, I'm very impressed by you, young man. <laughs> I have well, a lot to learn you. from you. I'm 34. I, I mean, really, that. I think it's it's super impressive. You're you're working steady. You're very organized. You you have a very positive attitude. I'm very Thank I'm you. proud of you, kiddo. That means a lot. <laughs> it's good, man. I'm, I'm really impressed. Let me well, let really me know impressed. how the sex is later. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's wrap this thing up, huh? Ooh. What do you say? Let's Get do the it. fuck out of here. Anything you want the world to know about? Anything you're working on or stuff? Uh, Where they can find you? Yeah, find me on Instagram at JustEnableAudio and all that good stuff. It's a good account. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool. Is that where if people want a book, is that a good place to go? Yeah, yeah. Just slide into my DMs. Slide into your DMs. That sounded uh, real dirty. Have you not heard that? That's a thing. Slide into my DMs. You never heard that? Ooh. Oh, that's like a... That is, that's what the kids say. That's what the kids Slide say. Slide into my DMs. Yeah. yeah, it's like an inappropriate. Yeah. You're trying Very. to hit on a. a yeah, exactly. It, it's it's like, yeah, it's a like a booty call kind of thing. A booty call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, huh. Where can they find? <laughs> who am I going to pick? Who am I going to pick? Where can they find you, Andrew? Don't mind if I drew Instagram. Yeah, what's up? Best Instagram handle in the West. Where can they find you, Neilio? Well, they can slide on into my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> See, now he's got and, uh, it. What a hip so guy. So hip. Neilio Angle. <laughs> You can find me personally at James Ian MacMillan or stateside is at stateside MGMT for all your stateside needs. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We love you. Please rate and review. Leave a star. You know, you can do one star for all I care. We just need them stars. Throw us some stars. Slide on into the star DM. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely appreciated. Uh, Yeah, really, thanks for checking out the show. We love you. We'll see you next time. Love you. Bye.